It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, well-qualified lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Um, before we get to Ricky Velez, I'm just going to say real quick, I am on tour. You know this. I love you. I want to meet you. I want to see you in person. After my stand-up tour shows, we're meeting everybody. We are for free. We don't charge for meet and greets. I don't know what that shit is. And we'll sign anything. When you guys come in your shirts with the podcast shirts, the Bap 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 shirts, the, it makes my heart explode. And... Uh, it's the greatest and it means the world to me. And we're in many cities. I'm doing 40 cities. I'm performing stand-up comedy near you soon. I promise you, I worked very hard to try to respond to all of y'all's comments. I'm going to be in Milwaukee uh, tomorrow, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, We added a show in Atlanta at the center stage. And then I'm coming to Florida, November 12th. I'm in Coral Springs, which is like basically Miami, essentially. Like, you can drive, bitch. Let's go. Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando. I'm going to be there on November 13th. The 17th, I'm going to be in Detroit, basically, but it's Royal Oak, Michigan, the Royal Oak Music Theater. I'm doing two shows there. I'm going to be in Wisconsin. I'm coming to Wisconsin. The Meyer Theater on November 19th. Minneapolis on the 20th. In December, I'm in Boise, Idaho. Do a road trip. Go to Idaho on December 3rd. Come see me. Come hug me. These are actually the most magical shows because I don't have another one after it. So I can like see everybody and sign everything and take pictures and do videos. And we can call your mom and we can FaceTime your friends. December 9th, Columbus, Ohio. Ohio, come through. Make the drive. December 11th, I'm going to be in Chicago at the Vic Theater. Uh, the first show is sold out, but we're going to do a second show also. I love you, Chicago, so, so much. Um, I hate promoting shows. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. It's annoying. I don't like it. Numbers are involved. I'm dyslexic. It's not ideal. But I see all in the comments being like, when are you coming to uh, San Antonio? Like, I was just there. So I'm just trying to let you guys know. I want to meet you in person. When you bring us presents and say bop, bop, bop from the, it just, it makes our life and make this that's why we do this you're keeping us alive uh benton is will be with me he's opening the shows it's so fun there's like an opening video of the podcast at the show and then we have shirts for sale we'll sign them we have posters we'll take pictures come it's like Lollapalooza, but without the germs it's like lolapalooza my dog's barking, which means I should probably wrap this up and time to enjoy the brilliant Ricky Velez. Wait, this is weird because I feel like we're um, closer than we are. I know. We've never met. Never met. I'm a big fan. Yes. I'm a big fan. <laughs> we kind of met through DMs. 
We did. No. I like slid into your DMs like in a good After way. After the movie came but out. But like in a good way. But I respected it beyond belief. Like in a like, I'm just a fan. It was the coolest thing. People don't do that, man. It's like, I feel like when other people get success in our field, there's like, oh, well, someone else got this thing I didn't have. Like, I just, it's like, I'm like so psyched for everyone. Yeah, I, I, I a few years back, um, somebody said something to me where it was like, there's enough room for everybody. And you really see it once you start moving in that direction. Yeah, that scarcity complex is real toxic. Yeah. Also, like, I think comedy is in a really weird place and the community is even in a worse place. I also think a lot of comedians don't like comedy like they're not comedy fans it's like which i understand they're fans of themselves correct they're fans of their own comedy and to me it's like when i'm at the comedy store and there's someone new i'm like i want to go see that per like we because what t- making tv and movies and stuff has taken from us is like the magic of being able to escape in it so it's like the things that most people use to relax movies tv we can't relax you watch tv or movie you're like i auditioned for that i should have gotten that yeah. why did i get that it's like not fun that's why like, i like reality so much i think that's fascinating yeah like 90 Day Fiance and mm-hmm. the other one locked up. What's the lock up one? Lock up. Love after lock. Love after lock up. That Describing one's awesome. your future. I love Lacey. She's <laughs> is this awesome. Is a to-do list? <laughs> um, I have not seen that. I did watch Love is Blind. Do you remember that show? Love is Yeah, Love is I didn't Blind. watch that. You didn't watch that it? That was Netflix, see, right? I did. I did. No. I was very into it. The problem is I have trouble watching uh, reality shows because it makes me so uncomfortable that these people have to go back into the world. Oh, I used to work on like a, a Jerry Springer type show. What show? I was show? the guy that used to carry the camera as people ran off stage. So like I used to watch the worst of it. I, I was a cameraman for the Bill Cunningham show that used to be on PIX. What? Yeah. What did you learn about human nature? Um, that people love to be on TV and they'll do anything to do it. And they'll out each other and say terrible things about each other just to be on television. And what do the, they want? And the, produ- and the producers of those shows are really like doing really bad, wild things. Okay, and then it was I like probably signed NDAs about this, but let's go. <laughs> and it was, dude, I have very openly. We just, uh, here's the thing Airbnb about NDAs. The other side Number of your one, house. <laughs> most of them expire. Number two, oh. if, in order for an NDA, I got very into this with the Britney thing because I offered to pay people's NDA violation fees if they came forward, if they worked for Britney or in any Whoa. capacity to come forward. Because everyone's so scared, like I signed an NDA. In order for an NDA to matter at all, the person has to take you to court. It costs them like three hundred grand when you violate an NDA to take you to court, and then they're gonna look guilty if they take you to court for violating NDA. Did you help anybody? Yeah, I got a lot of weird emails. Wow. Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like I should maybe just stay out of this. She's back. Bitch is back. Dog the Bounty Hunter's back. I thought he And the Taliban. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot back right now. (laughs) I feel like the Taliban never left, but they did go out of style for a hot minute. And they did do a reboot. They saw the reboots we were doing. They were like, you rebooted Roseanne and Saved by the Bell. Like, they had like an HR meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really into nostalgia. That's the big thing that's selling right now is nostalgia. Mm. The so, <laughs> so it was like I want to hear the backstory. The, Tal- the, <laughs> the Taliban is back. Like, the, can we get the <laughs> true Hollywood story on the Taliban? I did watch a documentary on it. Uh, I guess there was one on uh, Netflix, and um, it was it's brutal. I mean, they had like straight up Roman Colosseum style executions at like baseball fields yeah i don't think they're good people i don't you don't have to like (laughs) persuade me (laughs) Uh, devil's advocate um that's wild let me ask you how did you get a job as a cameraman um 
I just like made any way to make money for a while. But how would you like? You didn't have to be like a trained cinematographer. No, they were they, like they didn't they didn't want that. They were paying me under the table and whatnot. Okay, copy that. Copy yeah. that. Okay, got it. And I, I got to like film all the lie detectors and stuff, so I knew what was gonna go down before it went down. Like I was very on the insides of things, so like me and the producers were the only ones that knew things. Some, like the mafia. Yeah, it was really cool. Lie detectors are they real? Uh, you cannot film them. So if you ever watch them film, that's bullshit. Oh, nice. So you film like a B-roll of it. Okay, this happened to me, dude, where I went on uh, Topher Grace's podcast, and he it's like an adventure podcast. I've known him forever. And he was like, oh, you'll take a lie detector test, and it's based on heat and heart rate. So if someone asks you a question... Like he can't, like there were a couple questions that I was like, you can't ask me that stuff like about other comedians or like, do you oh, know, like this yeah. comedian or is this comedian funny? And I like would get nervous and then be like, yes. And it was like, it would come up as a lie. And I was like, no, I'm just nervous and embarrassed and my body temperature is going up. Yeah, there's also ways you're not allowed to a ask questions as well. So that's very interesting. Like hmm. liking somebody isn't a truth or like it has to be actual facts. So that's you interesting. You were on 20th and 15th at 2 p.m. on a Monday, correct? Yes, that's a real question. And also like, yes or no. Pardon? It has to be yes or no. Yes. But so you can't do your opinion on a lie detector? No, that's bullshit. Huh? Yeah, the guy I worked with was uh, uh he uh, that did that show. He was a uh, uh, worked for the NYPD as a detective, and he like he was very diligent about it because his name was on the credits, and he did it for real. What did you like? I'm obsessed with why people are so funny, like or how that happened. Like you're so naturally funny. I think I have some ideas why, but like, do you feel like seeing that? like worst case scenario drama like do you think that helped hone your sense of humor or your ble bleakness or a cynicism or a being able to find com like humor in really dark <laughs> shit yeah absolutely I mean but that, I mean I have my own dark shit so like watching those people I kind of felt bad for time to time were they getting paid uh no they get a free trip to New York in a hotel one time one time they stole all the uh all the uh blankets from the hotel like the comforter and everything. We were like, well, how'd you even get that out of there? Buddy. Like, yeah. I had this one kid that came in and he had like Louis Vuitton print tattooed across his whole body. Sorry. And they did. And by the way, the other thing is, if you ever his notice on those shows, no, 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 no. But if you ever watch those shows and notice that the people are talking with lisps a lot, that's because they didn't have teeth before the show and we sent them to a dentist to put a bridge in. So those people come in there with like no teeth and they're like, Moss lab with team with my mom. <laughs> it's crazy. That's kind of a wild thing to process. Yeah. I couldn't process that. So imagine not having teeth and then being on TV with teeth within a half hour. <gasps> Dude, that's a lot. I used to be the backstage guy. So I had people like throwing stilettos at me that were just done and whatnot. It was crazy. Let's see what happens. FaceTiming a friend. Let's, let's Oh, Dougie. Let's this will be so good. I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're going to FaceTime Machine Gun Kelly. Let's see. Now you FaceTime him. See if he answers yours. <laughs> no. No. <gasps> Rude. You know what? He did call me yesterday, and I didn't take the call. I was like, why are you calling me? Uh, I just, someone, tit for tat. If someone calls me and it's not a FaceTime, I assume it's a pocket dial. Because my last name is, I'm usually under Whitney, which is usually the last in someone's, like, you know, thing. Colson's so good to my kid. My kid's the biggest fan of him in the world. Aww. And Colson like makes videos for him all the time. That is He's the so sweetest. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We went and saw you've seen him perform? Yeah. 
Dude, I gotta be honest. I had never seen him live. I did the movie with him. He was so funny. It really pisses me off when people that aren't comedians are funny. It just, it's a little bit like, like athletes. Like Blake Griffin is hilarious. And you're kind of Who just got me? Bruce Springsteen. Is he funny? Hilarious. I went to his Broadway show. Unbelievably funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went and saw that. I have a really hard time at Broadway shows because like one person unwrapping something, it's all, I can't, I get up, I get so mad. Like, wh- why do you have to have your Werther's original like now? Like, why are you like, like unwrap the butterscotch before you come in? It's Bruce Springsteen. I haven't been to a movie in years. Can't like, I can't, I can't go to it's the so disrespectful. I think it's because as a comic, like being in the, I'm in the audience so rarely and it's my nightmare that someone would be a distraction or like make it about them or, you know, ruin the show. And there's, it has to be dead silent. So I hear anything and I'm like, no, Bruce just gonna hear you shut up yeah you start to focus he actually told people to shut up because they were like screaming out like lyrics or something and he was like stop that why and is they, he doing that what do you mean why do you think he wants to do that he's telling an amazing story I know I've seen it but why why what's in it for him because he loves performing and he's like an amazing artist I, I know but I'm obsessed with people that have a lot that are like Ben Stiller I'm always like his Dude. kid just got in the Olympics like Bruce has it all for what uh something I know that they got into the Olympics. Okay. Bruce Springsteen congratulates Jessica on her equestrian team. All right. Well, that's a bummer. You don't find a lot of people from the hood that get to join the equestrian team. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very... No, Tribe Called Equestrian Team. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, the horse does the work. That's the problem. Oh, you you love animals. Yeah, like you super not, love animals. Yeah, it's I, it's just I like competitive like jumping in the Olympics. Like you're flying a horse to China. Like what are we doing? I don't like a lot of animals. Yeah, tell me. I just don't like them. I bet a lot of New Yorkers. It's weird. Like Andrew Schultz is is here a lot, and it's wild because New Yorkers are on one hand the bravest, most Teflon, uh like badass people but then they're like afraid of like a praying mantis i hang out when i go to do the miami improv with the people that work at the miami improv and they like to jump in lakes with alligators and last what? time i did it and it was a lot of fun it was really crazy <laughs> did you see any like, alligators? It, yes yes yeah I and there dig- there's this kid his name's stacks 954 okay and <laughs> he he's awesome on instagram and he just taunts alligators all day it's nuts Schultz knows him. I called Schultz about him. Schultz goes, he just needs a shot. That's what Schultz said about What is it? What is it called? Stacks 9... S-T-A-C-K-S? Z. Come on. He's from Florida. Oh, sorry. 957? 954. 954. Buddy. Okay. Um, uh, taunts alligators. That's a special kind of mental illness. Yeah. No, he... No, no, no. He's just really... His favorite person in the world is steve Like, he just wants to be... <laughs> sure, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, know? okay. steve a friend of mine. It's a lot of the the... the Surgeries are going to start soon. Like I imagine all, he gets a bunch of people just sending him wild shit all the time still. He, the amount of icy hot that guy needs to get through the day. Really? <laughs> like it's just... And he's yeah. sober. Yeah, dude. I mean, wow. it's just like, t- you can only get shot out of a cannon a couple times before you're like, oh yeah, my cartilage is gone. Yeah. You know? But he's like the best dude. Yeah, he's he's also... Yeah, he has new teeth. He just got new teeth. Wow. You just I, I want new teeth. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I like your teeth. I'd do it. No, your teeth are good. I wouldn't fuck with them. Really? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You can, th- Have you ever seen fake teeth that passed as real teeth? Yes. They figured out tits. They figured out glass Did eyes. They? Yes. Those are fake? <laughs> yes. But they're tough. Not really. They haven't figured I'm, it out to I'm, the point I'm, it <laughs> feels correct. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I don't know because it is very... You know how like you can't punch yourself in the face? <laughs> 
Yeah, you can. No, you can't. One thousand percent, I can it. punch him. No, why not? Because I can't. Okay, but do it like not hard. I can easily punch no, myself in the face. You can't. Your fa- your face will stop it, unless you're like a psychopath. The the the. the then I'm a psychopath. I can okay. easily punch myself in the face. Okay. Easily. Okay, but uh, uh, what have you done it? What? How do you know? Have I inflicted pain on myself? Yes. Yeah, no, you can't. Like the same way that you can't um, tickle yourself, bite off your. You thumb. can't tickle yourself. You can't bite off your own tongue. There's no, like thumb. Thumb. Oh, tongue. Oh, I just went with tongue. Yeah, you just you you're, 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 tongue. I that's like a, how much confidence like, you have. That sound, it sounded right. It sounded right. And then I thought about people like seizures and like, like I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like didn't, don't a lot of people choke on their own tongue? I don't have questions. But no, I thought you can't punch yourself in the face unless you're a psychopath. So if you're a psychopath, if someone yawns and you don't yawn, that's one of the telltale signs, right? Wow. Yeah, because it's like yawning is contagious and it's like a form of empathy. You know when someone yawns? That means you're not a psychopath. Like it's one of the like ways to find it out. When you else, are not giving psychopaths like when, the, the I'm sorry, who's dated more psychopaths than me? Who knows more about psychopathy? I've been in Hollywood <laughs> for 15 years. I did it the old way. Okay. Okay, I did it I did it the old way. I think way. you should just take a look at my How friend circle. Dare you. I, you should I, just took take no- <laughs> I took notes from lawyers. You don't, oh, think, wow. you don't think I know about psychopaths. But yeah, that's one of them. And then I think you can't punch yourself in the face. Like hard. I know, it's weird. Because as I'm saying it, I know a lot of people that like took too many drugs and like stabbed themselves in the chest, but they yeah. were on drugs. I think if you're sober... This is all sober, I'm saying. Okay, well, those people are boring. We're both like, none of us have been <laughs> sober ever, so we don't really know what that's like. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's something. Why, why did we get to that? I'm obsessed with you. Your teeth. I don't think you should fuck with your teeth. Okay. A little yeah. bit of crooked teeth. teeth, and teeth that's what we're like, talking. Oh yeah, my tits. My tits, that's what it was. When I touch them, I can't tell because I can feel these little like... Um, like bags, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like what what is it like? It's like a... You know those little things you put to warm your hands, like hand warmers? Yeah. Like a little sack of sand. I feel it, and sometimes I can see the little puckers on the side. That's always a bummer, when you can see the little pucker on the side, like a Ziploc bag, like through the skin. How did stand-up change for you with your tits? Did you do That's it a good question. in your... Yeah, you did it... Yes, I talked about it in my third... Or, I'm sorry, my fourth special. I talked about the whole process and, like, did jokes about it and stuff of, like, how it happened and why I did it. And it hasn't really changed much. Like, I'll, like, joke about it sometimes and... But that's really it. No. I mean, I don't think that... So, I, I think it would be, like, teeth. I know, but teeth are, like, visible nakedly. Okay. I mean, my life would change if I was a topless performer. <laughs> if that was my leading thing. You the know what I'm saying? female Bert. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's really funny, brat. Um, brat. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if, if, if he transitioned, what it would be. Um, yeah, they're, here's the deal. What, here's the deal with fake boobs versus real boobs. When you bend over, they do still get long and pointy. Okay. They like full traffic cone, like that like, traffic cone that's been kicked in the side. <laughs> you know, like they do divot. You know, <laughs> you know, real boobs when you lay down, they disappear. Yeah. Mine don't. Wow. They go nowhere. They are like a like an alligator coming out of a pond. Okay. It's just too. It's they relentless. They go nowhere. La- the guy that I'm dating, he uh, he had never been with someone with fake boobs, and when I laid down naked, for, he was like, <gasps> like there was like a. Oh, like you he thought like, you were defying gravity. Like, he was just like, mm-hmm. like, it just was like, uh, it is weird because <laughs> nipples, real nipples, while you're having, they're not right here. They're out here. Yeah. Chilling. Like, they go, they take a break. Like, I've done my job. <laughs> uh, your turn, bitch. And then, uh, but, they, yeah, they don't go anywhere, which I kind of miss that. I did like that. 
Would you do anything else? I don't know. I haven't been 50 yet. Oh. And I haven't been 60 yet. Yeah. And, like, the technology, like, might get good. I don't know. Yeah, that could be really sick. It is tricky, though, because, like, female comedians don't have a great reputation with plastic surgery. Facts. Facts. But yeah. that was back when they were just, you know, what did Bill Burr say for... Um, he was like uh, the, the, the stapling staples. ant legs. <laughs> <laughs> He's the goddamn best. I love that man the more than best. anything. What did he say about? It? He's like, you just look like an old li- or a young lizard. What was it? <laughs> because I think here's what really made people look plastic surgery for a while. And I did this, which was like lasers. They were like lasers that would like burn the top layer of your skin off, and then it would get rid of the hair on your face, which is what makes it so your face isn't super shiny. So when your face is shiny, you just like look like you've had work done. You know what mm. I mean? But I would. I'm not against. Like I'm not against that shit. Like I think if people want to get it, like good for you. If you want to get a butt, if you want to get, like I don't care. Like I used. That's to be what like, I should get. It's just a huge dumb. Duck, the, like you should get calf implants. Yeah. But yeah, I like your teeth. It Thank also, you. You're too famous. You can't do it now. It's it's. I'm a, not famous. Yeah, but you don't like yours. I just. Uh, I feel like you have such a great smile. Oh, thank you. Look how cute. Come on. Don't. I just feel like you know what it was. Jennifer Grey. This is the biggest cautionary tale. Remember Jennifer Grey from nope. Dirty Dancing? Nope. You're you're you're. I'm in over my head. Wow. Yeah. What? Hold on. You know Dirty Dancing. How old are you? Can I ask? 32. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you would know it. With uh, Patrick Swayze and Yeah, I know Gray. who he is. You know that. Oh, Remember yeah, that? yeah, yeah. You've seen that movie? He kind of stole it. For sure. Oh, it's his movie. <laughs> so I wasn't thinking about that. As, as Matt Fulcheron, a uh, uh, hilarious comedian, used to go on the road with me a lot, used to say on... Um, I know him. He's great. The second Patrick Swayze movie did not have Patrick Swayze in it. And he goes, well, as I say, no Swayze, no Wazy. <laughs> 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 it is so fucking dumb. It just kills me. Everyone's like, what? Um, but yeah, so that's him. So Jennifer Grey, she was the girl in it. She played baby. And she had this, you know, she has a nose. She has a prominent nose. And yeah. then she got super famous off this movie. An icon got a nose job. And then her career just, it was over. I like, I found this out not too long ago. A lot of girls use their bar mitzvah money to fix their nose. I think that's really funny. Makes me laugh. How much? That's a lot of money. Yeah. You can do anything you want with it? Oh, they, your parents make you wait till you're 18 and then you get a nose job. My wife I mean, like knows numerous people. My wife's Jewish. I, yeah, I think that's a pretty... I'm Irish, Puerto Rican. My wife's Jewish. Okay. My kid's all three of those things. And? He's uh, What's the bit? <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah, just like perfect. Like that. I mean, that's... Yeah. To me, I'm very into ancestral trauma, but also not stereotyping you so have to mix the blood it's a tricky thing you have to mix like, the blood yeah because you because it's have like you, mutts yeah yes it's always the best yeah you can digest a lot of foods um your yeah. kid will be able to yeah because that's kind of the main thing do you have allergies i just got them in my 30s yeah yeah so fucking annoying what are they just like runny nose and then the back of my but throat you know from what? yeah that's oh yeah i had to take a test because it was getting so bad i'm allergic to all grass all of it. You know what? I'm starting to think this is a scam because I went and got the allergy test and they put like 40 needles in you like on your back or something, right? And they put these needles in your skin and they're like, it's red. It's like, yeah, there's a needle in my skin. Like, but they do I the scratch like, test, right? I think I'm just allergic to needles, you fucking ass. Uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you poked me with a needle, you dick. But they told me I was allergic to cantaloupe, grass... Like all of it, like I'm like all of it. All of it's bad for me. Like, yeah. yeah, and dust. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I don't, dust was I don't up there clean, as well. So it's a wrap. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Don't we have like bugs in our eyeballs, our eyebrows? We had to, we eyelashes? had to, we had to run away to um, uh, Florida last year during pandemic, 
um, because the bottom of my building got looted in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I had a kid and I got scared and I was like, we need to be out. And we went down to Florida and like daily I thought I had COVID because of my allergies. Wow. Yeah. Renan Hirschberg has such a funny thing about COVID. It was like, it was just like, just perfectly put because a lot of people that had COVID, um, why it was such a mind fuck is you can have no symptoms. So he'd be like, I'd wake up every morning and be like, I feel great. It's probably COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, if you're sick, you think you have it. If you're not sick, you think you have it. Well, for the first month I played like, am I hungover or is this COVID? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably both. Yeah. What did I do while I was drunk last night? Did I socialize when I was on weed? Let me ask you. Just zooming, making mistakes still? Let me say it again. Making mistakes while zooming and drunk? Oh, I ruined a very good friend of mine's funeral. What? Zoom Memorial. Wow. It was bad. Well, I had... Why'd they even give you a... uh, What's it called? I went to a wedding where they didn't show everybody that was there. I mean... Look, I didn't give them a ton of choice, but yeah, they should have muted me or taken me out or something. Were you it just was, like, bop, bop, bop? And then just like, how did it go bad? Like, what did you do? <laughs> like, what's the deal with men, right? Um, it was... You brought Andrew Schultz in? I, <laughs> look at my herpes, like, at a funeral. Basically, I had COVID. Did you have it? No, 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 no. I got it real bad. I was in a COVID like fog for a good month and a half, two months. Like could nice. not, couldn't like tell how Once far- I got canceled, I'll start saying I did. And I was in the fog. <laughs> I was in the fog. I was bugging today, for yeah. a year. Dude, I'm telling you, I started thinking I was just going crazy. I got really paranoid because the losing the taste and the smell, that is brain damage. That is damage to your brain. You yeah, know? that's why I'm like very against it. What are the other things that are being damaged? You know, my memory took a hit. How many I was vaccines like, do you have? In I you? was like, dude, so, uh, one a day. Um, <laughs> the, I just put a chip in my arm every morning. No, we did. The my job. cell phone's been working so much better since I got the third. <laughs> Since I got the third, my cell phone is awesome. (laughs) We did. I can never have a child, but uh, we did the Johnson and Johnson. But it was very sketchy because it was like they were like, if you do five, we can only give you shots if you come with a group of five people. It was like a bringer show for vaccines. No. Yes, I was like, hey, do you want to get the vaccine? People were like, what? I was like, we have to go today. I need two more people. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It was like a very weird business, and then they gave us the card. It was like on a post-it note. I was like, this doesn't feel. I went to like the nicest situation of all time, but they needed more Velezes. So like once I put my name in, they put me to the Upper East Side and like they like shooed me and they're like, yes, Mr. Velez, (laughs) Mr. Velez, please come get a shot. Is this to try to just get the stats less racist? Yep. 100%. It actually said no walk-ins on the hospital. And, so you and have I watched, like, Puerto th- Rican privilege? Yeah, I use my Puerto Rican privilege. <laughs> it's, it comes in very, very rarely. Very rarely, but when it shows up, it really comes It's great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in pandemics only. Mm-hmm. That's stressful. Yeah. But I was like, I couldn't remember stuff. I was like, I, I would, remember that movie Memento? Like I had no, yeah, short, I, love I, had, that movie. I had no short term memory. Like, so I would walk in a room and be like, why am I in here? And it's tricky because I am a little bit like ditzy anyway. So it was like, it was just enough more of like an airheadedness that made it seem like I'm just like on cocaine or something. You know what yeah, I mean? You like, just so, felt like it was were... like bad. Yeah, it was really bad. How long did it take? Um, I got in the car with Grace and we were on the freeway and I was driving 10 miles an hour on the freeway because I thought the cars were so much closer to me than they were. Like I was having trouble like ascertaining like spatial differences essentially. And I was like, I had to pull over and I was like, I couldn't drive for like a month. It went on for like a month and a half. Wow, that's really scary. It's pretty well. There's still some things that I'm like, 
what was that girl's name that I was like best friends with in high school and like takes me a second. Yeah, but I have that as well. Yeah, that's, that's the just other getting thing. Older, like, it's hard to tell, or I just like, don't care. Yeah. You know, my brain has started to just prioritize what actually what kind of matters these days. But, yeah. but comics, like, we, our thing is that deep cut. Like, remember that thing no one else remembers, like, pulling that, like, Jameer Kwai reference. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We got to, like, pull deep references. Most that's of like, my set is Jamiroquai <laughs> quotes. <laughs> that's what, you are the Jamiroquai of comedy. I mean, I've, been, I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> Can you pull him up? Because I have no clue who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't want to fuck up my algorithm. You don't know, know Jamiroquai? Well, give me the song. What's the song? Virtual Insanity was the name of the song. You don't remember this? That's the Next, name of your, tell me you that's, don't know. that's the name of your COVID fog. <laughs> that's the name of my, the documentary about my life. Um, uh, that's so interesting. Next, you're going to tell I'm me. I'm really bad with names. You Terrible names. You don't know Lucas names. with the lid off? I hate this. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know if... Uh, this is making me... It's not making me feel old. It's making me just feel far away from you. I like 50 Cent a lot. <laughs> oh. By the way, 50 Cent, no one is a funnier troll than 50 Cent. He's incredible. His That's just Queens, dude. That's Queens. Him That's like reading a book, taunting Floyd Mayweather. Was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. The memes he would put up of, was it Lala Kent is her name? Mm -hmm. And the guy, the Roland, <laughs> not Roland Emmerich? Randall. Randall Emmerich? No, Randall e Emmett. Emmett. I mean, yeah. he's known in Hollywood as like one of the biggest douchebag, like tool assholes. And like, he does happen to have one lie, that like one eyeball that's like a little lazy. <laughs> and he would put like Gollum up. And like, he would just put the most disrespectful shit he was so disrespectful when he came out i was in the seventh grade when in the club came out and i'm not kidding you ja rule went to my middle school oh that song with the we we turned on ja rule his own middle school turned on ja rule <laughs> it was sad it was sad he like clowned him in something he was just he, he, he tore apart murder inc 50 Cent tore apart Murder, Inc. He's been shot 12 times. <laughs> a lot. Is he more, sick? More, I don't, more than you, you should do? be shot. Shoot me? <laughs> and no, it's fine. Have you met him? Yes. Not as tall as you think he is. Name's Curtis. But at the same time, he's like... He's, he's yes, he's, yes, he's, he's Popeye. He will go through you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with every Emmy season that comes around. He goes nuts that his show isn't nominated Ooh. for an Emmy. He has like five shows. <laughs> but he, what's the one that um he's just doing BMF about the nightclub now? what uh, power power yeah. he like goes off on why isn't power nominated yeah I understand that it's so funny they they they, they don't want him yeah he's a troll vitamin water vitamin water he's also healthy as shit yeah invested in vitamin water he's so cool the he's possibly my biggest hero now. really yeah growing you up him? you met him i met him one time at the when i was uh correspondent on the, the nightly show yeah and, how to go. and uh i just walked into his green room and i was like hey man i'm from queen's village and he was like oh so sad and i was like yeah not like that but um i you're i love you <laughs> he was like somebody i was very nervous to meet because i love him so much He's really the man. Also, like, just a very nice dude. Also, that song, it's so funny because this is embarrassing to say, but I, like, every couple months when I, am like, need to, like, jazz up my exercise, like, situation, I'll make, like, a, like a, like a playlist that's, like, your, like, like a 50 cent like playlist? Like, your running mix or your, like, workout mix. It's the most embarrassing songs. But... Dude, in the club is always in there. It's easily it's like a Millie in the club. Like it. it um, these are all songs that I remember where I was when they came out. 
And by the way, songs, it usually takes me a couple times to get into a song. Like the first time you hear it, it's already your favorite song. Yeah. And has not, I mean, there's a couple like, um, uh, I had like Cry Me a River, Doesn't Dream, and I was like, I remember loving this song, but it's not, dude, when In the Club comes out, it's like, whoa, it's almost yeah. like um, uh, uh, Journey, Separate Ways, or I think it's going to be in that kind of Hall of Fame, or... Uh, what's the one that uh, Bon Jovi, the one that everyone in Boston loves so much? Live it on. Uh, yeah. You know, when like that shit comes on at a wedding and everyone's like, ah! Yeah. Let's cheat on each other. Uh, yeah, I don't. I had Cypher Sounds DJ my wedding. It was different. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you. So uh, what, what influence has, did rap have an influence on you being a comedian? Yes. And actually, I, in a kind of way, it worked against me, but at the same time was for it. How so? Uh, because I moved like that for a long time until like, I like learned humility and learned to calm down. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because, because I do look at guy for a long time. I looked at comedy as like a competition. Interesting. Yeah. Like a battle. Yes. I don't think that's. I like, I used to walk around just being like, I don't want them to remember your name when I come off stage. Like if me and you were on a show together, sure. I would. My yeah, last name I'm, is Cummings. People will remember. Yeah. You. But I Sorry. just like, that's how I used to do stand up. Right. It's like, it's something that serves you really well while you're on stage, but the second you get off, you got to drop it. It's like, yeah. it's tricky because when and you're. And I didn't for a long time. Oh, interesting. Like off stage, like yeah. the way that you, you know, I don't know. It's but like. That's why I hit it off with like Schultz. And that's yeah, 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 why I hit yeah. it off with certain yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. But then in other ways, it was way too aggressive. Yeah. It's like the thing of like, you know, the thing about rappers, everyone's like, I'm number one. It's like, well, someone's got to be number two. Right? Like if you're, how are you all number one? Mm -hmm. Like I, I want the rapper that's just like, I'm number four, but like, I'll be number one next <laughs> month. Like I've got this bank, I've got a banger coming out next year. Then it'll probably be Jay-Z. Let's be honest. <laughs> and then probably Kanye. Yay. I don't know. Um, like it'll rotate. Who's yeah. the best? I mean, that's the same thing with Kanye is the best. Who? Kanye. Yeah, ever? Yeah. I think he's like the prince of our generation. I don't think we'll see anything like that ever again. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to love him when he's dead. Yes. How's he going to die? Isn't I don't want to know. Isn't that Actually, wild to I really, think about? That, it bums me out. Is and it really wild? bums me out that people continue to uh, 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 attack him. I think it's really crazy. Because he's numerous times has told us he's mentally ill numerous well, okay. times I'm has told us he's mentally mentally ill and people continue to go after him the other day he shaved his head in different places and yeah. everybody's tearing him apart it's like yeah we know why why are we still going after him it's weird yeah it's weird that mental illness is open game comedians like we've managed to just talk about our mental illnesses uh, uh in the form of podcasts and like make it a and thing stand up yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's just sort of like tricky because I always forget how taboo it is to admit you have some kind of mental illness. It seems weak, it's bitch, whereas like in comedy, it's like you're rewarded for it, talking about it. Well, I think that's the coolest thing Kanye's ever said where he's like, he's like, I, it was something like, I am bipolar and it's awesome. And I just think that's really cool. Hmm. I think that's just a cool way to look at it. Yeah. It's like a superpower. You can be a bunch of different people. So wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I was, who was it? It was like I was dealing with like a family member who was like had multiple personality disorder. I was like, why aren't any of them cool? None of them. None of them. <laughs> like five, six, like none of them are chill. Like like none of them. They all suck. Like that doesn't. That's that feels like a choice. Like I can't help it. It's, um, but uh, yeah, that's hard. But I, I'm I'm fascinated because like growing up, the way that I kind of like got into comedy really is I wanted to make documentaries and I was filming. Wow. 
I would go uh, into the Bronx and I would film female breakdancers. I was making a documentary on female breakdancing. <laughs> this is amazing. They were all dressed like you today. And, they- <laughs> <laughs> and um, but to me, it was always like that getting that reaction like to, like watching break dancers like do something crazy and everyone's like ah like that's what you're going for in comedy they're like what yeah. like that big surprise moment you know and uh and it's also like a very confront in art confrontation and then in obviously there being like you know a lot of like shows and music around there was like a lot of rap you're like that's a joke that's a straight up great roast joke. Oh yeah, you know what I'm no saying? rappers it's are incredible. Punchlines. It's comedy punchlines that rhyme. They are they're punch. We don't have to rhyme when we do. it. Little Wayne saying? is incredible at punchlines. Like like every time you hear it, you hear a new level of the joke or a new meaning of the joke. And you're like, oh shit! Like every time I hear this, I hear a different thing. Why do you think uh, like mental illness like runs rampant in comedy? A lot of things. I think that that's a tricky that's a tricky one. Um, I think that mental illness in general is uh, more rampant than we think or know or ever understand, especially addiction. Um, I think addiction is we only really pay attention to it when it's like completely unmanageable, like makes the news or is a negative addiction. I think things that are uh, ostensibly like positive attributes, a lot of work addiction, like a lot of the most successful people you see. Like that's why I get obsessed when I see someone that's like really, really rich and really famous and at fifties at sixty, I'm like, why are you still doing it? Is this no. even about it at this point? Like why no. wouldn't you want to you know, is this an addiction? Is because addic- addiction is defined as um the essentially to continue doing something despite negative consequences or it's like when it's no longer a choice when you want to stop it you just like can't because you need to do it for your ego for your dopamine receptors for anything you know i think that comedians we just tend to share we advertise our mental illness more than other people do um you know that part of our disease is like everyone needs to know everything all the time Mm -hmm. um but uh from what i understand like i know i know plenty of people that are you know didn't come from trauma they might have some kind of like ancestral trauma going on um but i think for the most part like not being seen heard or understood is the main trauma you know and like from mine i mean growing up in alcoholic home many people have grown up in alcoholic home my i I I don't want to brag but i was not planned um uh, <laughs> parents too <laughs> drunk to remember to abort me um, but I p- plenty of people have come, come come from that right yeah. and then essentially the thing that I believe led me into comedies I was actually neg- more neglected than anything I was alone a lot and I had like wrote in journals and I would interview myself like I would interview I, that's how like okay. lonely and sad and bored I and I still do have I let you get a word in edgewise <laughs> no 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 this is great by the way you know that I'm obsessed when people interview themselves whether they go like was I happy about it? Absolutely. <laughs> do I want to do it again? Maybe. But it's like, no one asked you that. Like, well, you're literally just interviewing yourself. Um, but uh, I think for me, I, I, I think when you grow up in an alcoholic home or there's a lot of borderline personality disorder in my home, there was a lot of just like emotional chaos. Same. And right. So if you were f- fine, you just weren't a problem, you know, but if you did have some kind of needs, you were generally mocked and like, oh, what? You're hungry? Like, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was like you were rewarded for having very little needs and it wasn't worth engaging with the drunk, uh, shame-driven adults because it just, there was going to be too histrionic of a reaction and you would get like sort of punished. So you like learn to kind of do things on your own. So I, you know, being a comedian, it's not just about what you write and what you do when you're on stage. You have to have a very high tolerance for being able to be alone. We're alone a lot. I mean, yeah. I know you're married and you have a kid, but like you're on the road and you're in hotels and like a lot. I've, I've made a lot of moves not to be alone. 
Yeah. Yeah. I bring a lot of people with me. I'm, uh, yeah. No, I you have don't to- stay in hotels. Interesting. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like uh, like even here I'm 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 in a house. Well, see, that's really healthy and smart. I mean, for me, like I just have a very low tolerance for socializing. Like I can't do it all the time. Like I just can't do it. It doesn't. Um, I think this is uh, a lot of people confuse introvert and extrovert. I always thought it just meant like someone that loves socializing and someone that likes being alone. It's actually whether you de- derive energy from being alone or derive energy from being around people. So I and this isn't negative to any of the people around me, but it does deplete me to hang out with people in a oh, good way. No. Oh, it's worth okay. it. In a good way, yes. In a good yes, way. That's it's what like I, if how you hang I out for four hours, I'll go home and I'm like, oh, that was so fun. I had the best time. Like, okay. now I need to go to sleep. I'm not like, yeah, dude, let's do five more hours. Like, I, unless, you know, like, drugs are involved or something, but it, it, a lot of people, like my friend Dory, she will literally, like, go to a drinks at five, another drinks at 6.30, and then she'll be like, let's go to this wine tasting. I'm like, I don't, she's just like, Inexhaustible. I have that problem here really hard, like because I w- don't make plans, and that's why I love New York so much. But LA, I can't just be like, I'm gonna go do this. Mm-mm. It has to be planned out, the, and I don't have time yeah. for that. Yeah, exactly. I don't have time, and I'm just really bad at plans. That's it. well, you're probably just like so. The grooves in your brain are so used to being able to go like, dude, 20 minutes, want to meet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, I'm uptown. Where are you? Like, it's just a different thing. It's tough here. Yeah, you can't just like on the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. It's like someone's like, you want to hang out? You're like, I have, let me leave Venice. Uh, I got to stop and let my dog, I can yeah. be there. At, yeah. Yeah. If you have dogs can here, like they Thursday? can, yeah. <laughs> you, know what you have an animal here, it can die before you get home. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because we're, we're slow, like smoothly transitioning. If I that and run. Uh, we're going from this incredible uh, effervescent discussion mm-hmm. with Ricky with Ricky yeah. Velez I don't want it to stop either I know but you know absence makes the heart grow fonder we're gonna get mm-hmm. right back because right. nothing is more important than putting the right food in your gullet mm. and that's why we're here to talk to you about Green Chef and look I I really admire that Green Chef uh, wants to be involved in our show and have someone mm-hmm. who famously starved themselves for 10 years. I think it makes sense. We're all models. We're all uh, athletes. We're all, we all, we're all stunning. We all eat. Yeah, all of us eat. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'll say. I am now at a place where I have such a positive relationship with food because mm-hmm. I underst- I don't think of it as food. I think of it as... Fuel. Correct. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think of it as fun. I can- um, <laughs> And a green I chef. think of it as foreplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing is more important than what you put in your body. Brain, food. I sometimes want to try all plant-powered, but to go through the grocery store yourself, is it's like impossible. Right. You're never going to get it right. Like, I need someone that's going to curate it perfectly, send it to my door. Is mm-hmm. there by any chance a company that could do this? Green okay. Chef has a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle. Keto, paleo, plant-powered diets, or even if you just want to have delicious but balanced dishes. Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe and with over 30 meal choices every week Whoa. and the flexibility to switch plans, you'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. You can enjoy restaurant quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. Oh, that is like a miracle. A dream. I just got my first Green Chef box and I loved it. So go to greenchef.com slash goodforyou125 and use code goodforyou125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash goodforyou125 and use code goodforyou125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Hold on. Was was good for you one taken? 
No, it's $125. Oh! <laughs> the number one meal kit for eating well, because we all need brain food. Because we all have low blood sugar. Um, trust us. Or else. We now segue from food that is a good choice. To the reason you can't afford it. <laughs> To the reason you student need, loans. To the reason you need the promo code. Yeah. Tired of eating ramen? Well, here, here, both of you out. Ernest was voted best student loan refinancing overall by Nerd Wallet. Ernest has some of the lowest rates, flexible payments, and an in-house team ready to help. Because let's be honest, your student loans are a nightmare. Mm-hmm. You can't do it on your own. It's too emotional. It's too triggering. It's too angering. You right. need someone that's just gonna like very calmly be like, "This is what we're gonna do." we're gonna refinance and like you're gonna be okay get it under control because I find that like when I had really bad loans before I paid them off I was too embarrassed to even tell people about it much less ask for help and you can't return your college education I tried yeah (laughs) I tried to get mine back for cash with Ernest I was like never used great condition with Ernest you can change your interest rate get a lower monthly payment and you never pay fees not even late fees with Ernest it only takes two minutes to see what your new rate could be and there's no credit impact and right now Ernest is offering our listeners a hundred cash bonus refinance your student debt at earnest.com slash whitney not available in all states once again you get a hundred dollar <laughs> cash bonus when you visit earnest.com slash whitney to refinance your student loan visit earnest.com slash whitney for more details not available in all states terms and conditions apply earnest student loan refinancing made by earnest operations llc nmls number 1204917 california financing law license number 60547885535 mission street san francisco california 94105 visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of licenses if you're the kind of person that just really loves to read about licenses Mm -hmm. Godspeed speaking of San Francisco we're going to be in San Francisco soon doing stand-up comedy so if you have loans and you have debt and you're stressed get earnest and then also come yuck it up for a little bit laugh with us laughter is the best medicine touch me to uh, no Prozac is but um, we are going to 30 cities guys Uh, before we get back to Ricky Velez just a reminder go to WhitneyCummings.com we're going to Tennessee we're coming to Virginia Virginia Canada Canada we're going to you need to get your passport have you gotten your passport yet no I've only been here a day and a half I'm sorry we're, have we not been gone? Or have we been gone? We haven't, yes. We've been but, going. Okay. I don't, is, I, I don't have a grace. I have to do it on my own. Okay. okay. You have time to get your hair colored and cut. No, and, I haven't. <laughs> this is titillating for the listener slash viewer. So go to WhitneyCummings.com. We are coming to 40 cities. So you guys get your tickets now. A lot of shows are sold out. We're going to be adding second shows. Uh, uh, we are touring until next April. This will be the last time I tour for a long time because I'm pretty sure that I'm doing this tour uh, at the expense of my ability to have biological children. <laughs> so come see us now. It's an amazing show. You never know what's going to happen. We had Katie Thurston, mm-hmm. The Bachelorette, pop in on the Anaheim show last week. That was awesome. We had people pop in. Mm-hmm. Benton's talking to the audience, mm-hmm. taking your questions. Emily's just living her truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love you guys. And now back to the brilliant Ricky Velez and me being super weird and awkward with him because I just loved him so much that I started getting overwhelmed. I wonder if this is the point yet in the podcast where he goes, you're intense. That's towards the end. If not, tune in and see why he says that. Stick (laughs) around. That's really fascinating. And then I think I, 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 anytime I would um, 
yeah, be heard. I felt like I could never make my point. And I also, my reality was denied a lot. And I think like, you're fine. You're not hungry. You, mm -hmm. I need to pee. No, you don't. You're fine. I'm hungry. No, you're not. You just ate. Like, I, I think we don't. And I'm the only reason I'm being this boring about this is because I, yeah, I don't you, find it boring at all. Because I think you're now, you're now a parent. And yeah. like these little things we do where you're, you know, trying to ride the line between being a good parent that lets the child have a healthy amount of adversity and like be able to, you know, um, not be too coddled, but also not be dismissive of a child, you know? And I got a lot of dismissive stuff. So my, I was like, wait, no, but I am hungry. Or like, no, I am cold. No, you're not. You're fine. But I'm cold. Like, I, they just told me I'm not. And then children can't understand. They can't fathom the idea that their parents have flaws. So they have to. Yeah, no, you don't. I didn't realize for a very long time, well into my 20s. It's too psychologically disorganized yeah. to think, oh, my, my. He's always been right. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, th they can't be drunk driving me around. Like, you have to go like, well, I'm just crazy, you know, or I'm just insane, or I'm just emotional, or I'm just sensitive, or I'm just, you know, difficult or whatever. And then, um, and then so I, comedy for me, I think the what dr drove me to it was when you say, you know, whatever, I cheat, whatever, I cheated on someone. I don't know why this joke is coming to me. I haven't, I've, I don't even remember the joke. But, um, and um, when I cheated, I used to program guys on my phone in as other things so that I wouldn't get caught and then my boyfriend oh, okay. would be like why is Bank of America calling you at 2 in the morning <laughs> you know like and then people laugh and you're like everyone's done that everyone and then laughing is saying we get you we heard what you said yes we either relate to it or we you know like I'm doing a joke right now about like the toys we played with as kids like we used to play bloody knuckles and people go I'm like it's really just people going got it you're heard you instead yeah. of you're crazy and no, you're not. Yeah, it makes you not make feel sense? alone. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes you not feel alone. It just made me feel like, it's funny There's a good chunk of my uh, special that's about getting beat as a kid. Yes. And it's just like, that That was possibly the first time, like, when I started doing that joke where I was like, oh, a it's not me. It's not just me I'm alone. not bad. It's just this whole generation didn't have well, the Well, I had to learn that with my kid. And you, if you ever have a kid, it's very wild to start once you're seeing him grow up and you're at his age you start remembering the things that happened to you during that time that's my therapist said it happens all the time tina fey talked about this i think in some article or maybe it was her book which was incredible um where she you know what happened with her the scar on her face was basically she was playing outside and a dog right no it was a man a man on meth with a oh, knife cut her uh, she face. said it was a dog for a long time I though think so. right yes am i right okay. emily it was a guy with a it knife. It was a yeah, but she doesn't talk about it because it makes her parents so sad. So like, yeah, she she didn't admit what it was for a long time, but it was a psycho person. With well, it's a knife. like a like a math so addict. Yeah. Something came up with a knife, cut her face when she was five years old, and basically a therapist said to her like, when your daughter turns five, you might just lose your mind, because that's the age it happened to you at. And you might just go crazy at like exactly what you're saying. It was interesting. My kid was doing something that was upsetting me for a long time, and uh, not a long time. He did it for like a week, and I like had to be told that like kids aren't born bad. This is just something small he's doing right now. Hmm. And it's because for so long I thought I was just born bad, because you get told you're bad enough, you start to believe Become it, and I believed it way until into my twenties. It was really crazy. Do you forgive your parents? Um, I pity my father. I forgive my mother. And I think my mother was just protecting me. Have you ever done any like ancestral stuff? 
like what like basically like i i just i had such a hard time like forgiving you know there's like sexual abuse in my family i mean stuff that you're just like it's you can't forgive and things that shouldn't be forgiven i needed to figure out how to i had so much addiction but i also had in my family's on both sides yeah and then i also had like uncles that went to jail like regularly so i didn't like I didn't understand that. And I used to say my uncle had pit bull reactions. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, I look at it and I go, oh, no, that was somebody that just had no clue how to deal with his emotions. Sure. Yeah. And because to me, it's like, I mean, I'm in a 12-step program called Al-Anon. It's basically um, if you were raised by alcoholics, it's like adult children of alcoholics. It sounds like it's missing the cue. It's like- <laughs> What is it called? It's called Al Anon. Al Anon. And it's um or ACA, which is the the substrate of it is like adult children of alcoholics, which basically is like you grew up in alcoholic home, you had your reality denied, you have an overdeveloped sense of responsibility, you internalize the consequences for their behavior, you spend a lot of time protecting their behavior, uh, your biggest fear is embarrassment. That's the other thing. Like the older I get, the more I realize like embarrassment is my main thing and you know uh they say that comedians we become comedians to control how we're embarrassed because it's imminent and like i'm gonna make fun of myself before my my last name is coming so like get the fuck out of here like i had to defend myself at a very young age about that kind of stuff but i think it was more like you know to me i was so embarrassed all the time when you have like alcoholic family members like doing crazy shit or screaming and the neighbors come over or like you haven't paid the tuition and i would come home with like um, Bill's safety pin to my chest. I couldn't go on the field trips because the form wasn't signed. I was the kid that had to just like stay at school. You know. I don't know if mine was that far though. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's I wild. just mean in general, like embarrassment. Like yeah. I got to figure out a way. But and then any of this stuff, like with ACA perfectionism and um, uh, gravitating towards people that need to be pitied or rescued, like dating people that are like uh, can't read. Like I don't have time for the shit. Like you know what I mean. Like it just. Feeling. I can't read, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I very much can't read. Then That's I, amazing. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> I don't have time to teach a grown man how to read. Yeah. Oh, uh, you just, he didn't learn. It's not a mental disorder. No, he just like, I, he was like, yeah, just on drugs or oh, something. Okay, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I fell in love with the fact that this person needed a lot because my self-esteem was so low that the only way I could drive any self-worth was to caretake an adult who actually just needed to be taught how to fish, not enabled. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or like gravitating towards drug addicts and stuff because that's what I grew up around. Like, like trying to keep people alive. Like at what point and like, did you start figuring all this out? Um, I, both my parents had strokes, uh, at this, in the same year. Uh, and I had a family member going to rehab. And then as that was all happening, I was like going to the rehab every day and like bringing food and bringing sweaters and stuff. And, uh, essentially the therapist was like, you can't come here anymore because you're, you're hurting this person because you're you're solving all their problems for them so that they're not going to develop the pride and the you know you have to give them the dignity of their own experience like this is part of the problem this person needs to like learn how to be an adult and you're infantilizing them by trying to fix them and caretake them so your addiction is actually caretaking people that you think need your help but your help is actually hurting them and stunting them oh wow and then it's your vocabulary is incredible really yeah I feel like I'm really out of it and like stuttery and odd. I'm still hungover from a Colson Baker He's extravaganza. A good guy. You, we had the best weekend ever, by the way. Once we, we oh my god, Miss Face, I'm gone. <laughs> we went. We all went to uh, Denver together to do comedy works, and we actually made him do five minutes. 
dude, he's so funny. He killed. He's he absolutely killed. Will he do his? Um, let's see if he'll do his. All right, this guy tells me that you were hilarious in Denver. Hey, buddy. Oh my god. What's up, dog? I love that you don't have a shirt on. You're the best. <laughs> How y'all living? What's something? What's one of the jokes that you did in Denver? I was telling them about how you killed in Denver, dog. Oh my God, my stand-up set. Um, see, <laughs> you said some really funny shit last night. Actually, he was like killing. It was really annoying. Have you seen Ricky's special? Has he seen your special? No, yes. but uh, Colson, Colson, uh, Colson, uh, dude, it is uh, ridiculous. Does he know this? Sh- uh, Colson, you know, one I one didn't one tell my, you one this. Of my homies was. Why the fuck does Chris keep calling me? I didn't. One of my homies was at your was at your special. Dude, I close I close with uh, your song. By the way, I bought did, it and I didn't tell you. Really? Yeah, I didn't tell you. I wanted How you did just you to see it. One of his songs. Um, because <laughs> Judd Apatow is a great man. <laughs> Dude, have you heard the story about the drug dealer in the ocean? No. Have you heard the story of the? Uh, have you heard the ugly baby joke from Ricky? There's a few yes, of them. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> Dude, he talks about We have going, beautiful kids, me and Colson. Was, where did you go on vacation? Dominican Republic. In the Dominican Republic, like drug dealers, they're not allowed to be on the beach, so they just wait in the ocean. And then he went swimming in the ocean, and this drug dealer swims up to him and is like, yo, dude. <laughs> Colson, it ends with, uh, play this when I'm gone. Oh, whoa. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then my kid comes out wow. and jams out on the guitar. It's sick. Aww. Oh, my God. Yo, his kid is so such a G. <laughs> I know. We FaceTimed with him earlier. He he misses you. I feel bad. Yeah. I'm going back to New York. Are you here? Are you in L.A.? You're in L.A. With the record. It's good. You guys can't be two good fathers. You like, you know, you got to give your kid a little adversity so they're successful. You know no, what I'm saying? If no. you're too attentive. Everybody keeps saying this and everybody's like, oh, don't you want your kid to be broke like you? No. 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 Not broke. I not want broke. him to just like just little, chill, just live his life. Just a little bit deadbeat. Like no. a little deadbeat. No. Like a little smidgen of deadbeat. My kid has a stock portfolio. His life is sick. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be a nerd, dude. Your kid's going to be a Good. nerd. Stop loving him so I much. I couldn't read. Yeah, dude. Whitney doesn't I fuck with men that can't read. <laughs> All right, dude, I love you guys. Have a fucking... Are you guys about to do it? Obviously, you guys aren't just hanging out in front of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Podcast. I'm okay. in town for another day, and then I'm out back to New York. I don't hang out with okay. people unless it's monetized. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Uh, bye. <laughs> he's just so cool. He's, he's literally a, the coolest guy. Always me. been the coolest guy. And he's always like, he's the realest, too. Don't piss him off <laughs> I like I don't know him like that like I've never seen that any of that there is a music video that he recently did that he gets into a fist fight in and they taped it as a real fist fight what don't he did a full a full music video and the beginning of the music video he gets into a fist fight and they actually taped a fist fight like Colson walks out and just starts scrapping wait, wait, with the wait, guy that maybe what happened with Conor McGregor was that for real I don't know. I saw Colson that night, and he didn't even mention it. It's wild because I was like, that, like... I think Connor knows what he's doing always, and he's, this is all for show. A lot of it has to be for show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's like now he's like full WWE. He's like the number one punk emo star right now. Like, why wouldn't you pick a fight with him? Yeah, he's in the tabloids all the time. Connor yeah. needs to stay in it. 
That's really smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also like, I, it was weird because Kells, I call him Kells. I don't, what is his name? Colson. What do we, what do we call, I know that's his name, but Kells is what everyone called him on the movie. So that got in my head. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't want to be like me and Kells. Like, I don't want to be a nerd. Colson, I think. I'm already wearing a young <laughs> hip hop. You look awesome. <laughs> scuba suit. Um, pre-owned by, who, like, what is, Tyga? Like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> who made this? Tyga? Well, um, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. <laughs> oh, well, Okay. <laughs> Fine. Now? For making that shirt. Okay, yeah, exactly. Fine. Fine. Even better. Um, I we just... Should, we should make a super group of, like, Tyga, Chet Hanks, and Soldier Boy. Ty... Tell him. <laughs> Isn't he Soldier Boy? Tell him? Yeah. Isn't it the full thing? Or Draco. Yeah. This is what drives me a little bit insane with people that push back on saying they and them. You're willing to call Soldier Boy Tell him. <laughs> You'll change what Prince is like. I want my name to be the artist formerly known as Prince. We're like, no problem. Mm -hmm. I'll say a full sentence for you. No pushback at all. John Cougar Mellencamp changed his name how many times? Remember? Mm -mm. John Cougar Mellencamp. He's Cougar, and then he was John Mellencamp, then he's John Cougar Mellencamp. Uh, if you're a woman and you. Um, you don't have to change your name to that. Just when you turn 40, they just start calling you Cougar anyway. <laughs> and then who else? Uh, Drake was Aubrey. Yeah. No problem. No questions asked. And then it's like, can you just? Call I think me we need they? to stop Everyone's outsourcing like, our talent. Two. No more Canadians. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, English people really take some shit over. No, the Canadians have taken everything. Really? Yeah. And Australians. Oh, I felt Bieber. Who? Bieber. Oh. Drake. Yep. Um, I do really like those Nelk boys, though. I think they're funny. I still don't uh, understand Nelk. <laughs> Tim, that's Tim Dillon. Is that the guy that wanted to go on a date with me? Yeah. Which one is that? Tim Dillon want to go on a date with no, you? No. You flipped him? No. <laughs> <laughs> the reality is Tim Dillon and I, we will end up doing a murder-suicide together in a hotel room. Oh, Jesus <laughs> 50, Christ. Like, that's absolutely, we're both just going to um, kill each other. Uh, like, we do have, like, a, a, an arrangement like that. It's like, okay. most people are like, let's just... If I it, like Tim. If you and I, if we don't find anyone by 45, let's just be together. We're like, if we don't find someone by 45, let's just kill, kill ourselves okay. <laughs> together. So just, like, a non-sexual relationship <laughs> yeah, so, just hanging out. Yeah, Tim, like, basically was, like, here, like, the whole pandemic. We were, like, fucking sorry. No, this is a sick place to start we're, a We are like, on some, like, Grey Garden shit. Yeah, like, all that stuff that he was shooting at the pandemic was here. And he would, I would walk outside, uh. and he was, like, shooting his ads in, in the pool. <laughs> and he filled the pool up with magic spoon cereal which is delicious we love it but i don't need it all over the i had rat a rat and a coyote problem i was like dude like but um uh yeah tim is a legend of all legends he's uh he's a character i just love him so much oh yeah and anyway so we were with him in austin we went to do rogan in austin he came on and he was saying that the one of the nelk guys wants to date me but i don't know what nelk is aren't they it's very full young send. it's like full send. yeah full it's, send. This, it's, it's this group i've actually researched them because i was researching like that gig economy and no it's not music it's just a bunch of like frat kids that kind of do like their own like vlogs okay and um I mean, they're completely is it, is, wildly inappropriate, but at the same time, they like uh, they're taking over. You know who else needs to join our band? Who's that? Jamiroquai. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know now. <laughs> who it, by the way, no, oh shit, that's what I wanted to ask Kels about. You don't remember this? No. Oh, I do. Yes, Corn, I do. Like super corny. This was like TRL. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was very MTV Jams yep. shit. You know, and he was very like I can't explain it. Like, what did you want to ask Kels about Jamiroquai? He knows because he's in music. I know, but I mean, that's like asking me so about a comedian. You. 
No, I'm not in music. Yeah, but like you came up on music. Yeah, not that. You can music people can know comedians. I just feel like you've been heavily influenced by music, and a lot yeah. of com- a lot of comedians can be heavily influenced by music, like Andrew Schultz as well. Like I went and I was with him. What's his music? I mean, no, I mean, when I went to um, when he was doing that Netflix special about the turn your phone and him doing that yeah, whole yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. I was with him, and I was like just like sort of helping pitch ideas and stuff, and I was with him in New York, and I was like, this is like rap and he's like yeah that's the whole thing and I was like oh I just got that <laughs> like oh, I, now okay. I, I, like, I see what you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. the idea isn't for it to be so funny that it's a stand up joke because there's no audience like I see what you're doing and it just he's so heavily I think he's been more influenced by rappers than comedians and I think a lot of comedians I'm sorry uh, rappers are influenced by co- comedians I agree you know but the, 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 those Nelk boys they love comics like even one of them yesterday posted up uh, Norman's. what are their names uh, there's one guy that goes by Steve Will Do It that is that is. him? That's who likes you. Jesse. Oh, Steve Will Do It loves you? He's sick. It's the muscular guy. Yeah, it, Steve. Yeah, yeah. He's got 3,000 followers? That can't be him. That's not him. No, that's <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's, Aren't on. they always like giving Teslas to people? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I don't like Teslas. If he can hook me up with a different If he can give me a Corolla. Yeah, if we can, if we can get <laughs> Emily <laughs> a PT Cruiser. So this is the thing. Like They like take like look at his picture. It's him and Trump. Like They love trolling. They troll so the internet like com- completely. No, they're, they troll. They troll. They, they, they've gone after YouTube before because... Oh. Oh, they right. get taken out of algorithms. They get like they're they're really wild. Okay, we did have a exchange. Well, you've had an exchange with him. Yeah. Can we publicize it? You, well, no. He basically mentioned me in one of his stories, and I just wrote back, "Ha." Huh. Oh. I don't know what that. <laughs> you meant. should say, "I heard you have a crush." Should I just send the eggplant emoji? <laughs> you're out of the game what the fuck do you know dude what do you mean how long have you been you've been married for a minute I've been to, with my uh, wife for 10 years that is sick yeah. you guys are so we've sweet we've been married for like 2-3 and let me ask you how did the pandemic affect your relationship positive negative positive uh, yeah, I know a lot of people yeah. a lot of people broke up it was like as soon as well that like, was scary that was really scary because that happened like in three months well, there were so like, many people just willing to throw in the towels well yeah it was like turns out like the only reason this works is because I was gone eight gone. hours a day yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying this works when or I saw you or traveling exactly and, did the rest I, of that. and like cheating there, you couldn't cheat <laughs> no it made it, it just it was cool actually because the, the first year we had our kid I didn't get to do the summer with him because of King of Staten Island mm-hmm. because I was wor- I was legit Legitimately in and out of like back and forth Staten Island with Judd and I had to write and work that much yeah so when pandemic happened I got to like make up all this time I had lost and th- yeah and then I feel like a lot of people like re-fell in love because they were yeah. like oh shit you're dope I forgot well, about it was that cool because like we got rid of nannies we get did it and it was just us and it was really cool and why the delay in getting married why it's seven years in um, we got married once we found out we were having a kid, but at the same time, we had already had this discussion, and I was looking at rings already. Yeah. Alone? Pardon? Nuva rings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> were you, like, alone looking at rings? I'm just kind of obsessed with this whole process. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, there's a girl that's related to a jeweler at the Comedy Cellar, and she helped me out with the whole entire thing. I'm obsessed with the fact that... It's so wild. I'm obsessed with the fact that guys get to all be like in a jewel heist for like a couple weeks <laughs> i used to stay up at night and play video <laughs> games with the rings sitting in front of me while she was sleeping <laughs> like for like a week while i had it it was really crazy you want to hear how i did it it's yes funny. yes because i just love that like guys like 
they there's like I had to hide it here and I had to hide it here and they're just like smuggling jewels around. <laughs> my my wife does not look through things like that. I just had it in the draw. Um, but my wife checks all my receipts because I don't care. I'll just pay for things. Like I, I I don't look and she always checks my receipts and she always finds shit. And then I had them write in the receipt, "Will you marry me?" And she looked at the receipt and she goes, "We got somebody else's bill." Oh, honey. And I was like, "No, that's yours." <laughs> <laughs> and then when it was on the table, by the time she was done looking at the bill, wait, she was uh, uh, she was looking to, like to see down if the, at the bill to at, see like, if there are errors. Yeah, which happen her. a lot more than you think. Can I tell you something? Especially at hotels. Here's what here's what's fucked up. I hate going through my credit card statements because every time I check, there's something wrong. Yep. And I'm like, so this just happens all the time, and I like can't process. People just it. take money from you all the time. All the time. And she's very diligent about it. And Love when her. we go out to dinner, she always checks the bill and Love she her. always finds something. But that time I had the uh, restaurant. It was our favorite restaurant. And then we just, uh, I had, the, I called the head and was just like, yo, put this on the bill. And they were so cool. They did and it. And then what did she say? Yeah, we're married. She's like, yes, and we yeah. didn't get Santa. <laughs> we did not order Santa. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's how it went down. And it was so cool. So easy. We went, just went like it was a random Wednesday night. By the way, thank you for doing something so simple. This is how it should be done. Simple, clean. Like, I've had friends, husbands, that are women that are in their late 30s whose ovaries are rotting by the hour. They're, we're, right? And they, like, plan a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what do you do? She's got to, like, go do an obstacle course in order to get the ring. Like, she's got to go on a fucking... A lot of it's show for other people, and that's not how me and my wife work at all. So we don't do wild. that. We don't play that game. Yeah, or there's just got to be some. It's all about your ego. This is all about because you want her to be like, and then he did this thing, and he did this thing. And it's like, meanwhile, I can't have biological children because you were too busy, you know, like, coordinating some, like, making me go do Zumba. I've married my wife twice. We're getting married again. We keep getting married. This, uh, is keep this a tax her. thing? What is this? No, it's fun. Oh, all my so friends cute. love that we were together. We all go celebrate it. We did it once in Miami, one at a courthouse, and then once uh, where this year's 10 years, so we're hitting Vegas. Come on. Yeah, and, and my best friend who introduced me and her has married us every time, and he's doing it in Vegas as Elvis this year. Come on. It's going to be sick. Yeah, Can yeah, I yeah, ask yeah, yeah. you, have there been any, being together for that long, 10 years, has there been any, you know, the goal, I believe, is like to always grow together. Like, hopefully yes. you're not the same person you were 10 years ago. Absolutely You know not. what I'm saying? But like, yeah. has there been any like evolution in y'all's like personal lives that have been like, oh, you used to not be like that, but I, I, I was in love with that person, but I'm in love with her too. You know what I'm saying? I like, went changes. through like a huge life change with my wife and it was massive. I lost my mom out of nowhere at the age of 26 mm. and, um... When that happened, I also lost my dad. Um, not physically, but like who he was. Yeah. And um, my wife held me down the hardest and no one has ever done what she's done other than my mom in a weird way uh, for like, she's the best person I know. My wife is, I like, I, I play no games in like diminishing who she is because like she really is one of the strongest people I've ever met. That, that's so cool. This is messing up my whole paradigm. This is fucking with my whole thing. Why? They got that. Well, you know, there's certain things as you move through the world. You're like, look, we're kind of meant to be lone wolves. You're uh, meant to be on your own. After a certain amount of time, neurochemically, you're just not going to be into each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think some people. Or people that didn't see have a blueprint of a positive relationship. Can her never. parents have the 
coolest relationship I've ever seen. They are growing old together. They are That's so happy. Sick. They still travel. They keep things exciting. And because I just, do think that there is a little bit of you know not to you know I, I'm, be a victim about it, but I think when you've seen so many divorces. I've seen a lot. I think divorce is absolutely the right thing to do instead of screaming in front of your children. You know, I think it's cool to show your children, look, if something doesn't work, call it. Yeah. Like, that's a healthy, okay thing. A lot of your friends have mommy's house and daddy's house. Like, that's the mature thing to do. Like, marriage was invented before when the life expectancy was 30. Like, forever used to mean, like, 15 years, not, yeah. you know, 70 years. And so, like, I think often divorce is the healthiest thing for everybody involved in the kids, especially if you got married young and it was just, you've turned into a different person or whatever, or a child's in danger or something. But I think when you see so many in a small amount of time, you see everything as kind of like disposable in a way. So to me, like fighting or like when something hard comes up, like it's just going to end anyway. Why not just call it? Like my, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I think that's thrown in the town. I don't need to take away. No, I am. It's, it's my default. My default is like, what are we doing? I'm not doing this. Like, I'm very um, defeatist about it. I find those are the times where you, like, build the most. Where it's just Invest. like... You, no, I mean, there was times where we went to head-to-head. And, but at the same time, like, when we came out of it, yeah. when we went through the steps of figuring it out, yeah. we both learned something. But how do you know when a... Uh, you know, I think the key to a healthy relationship... Number one, respect is the number one thing. Yes. And what you just said was like, it was so cool to hear. And I hope every, everybody listens. And I joke like, about my wife and I say things on stage and like, I like, and I've had, I've had people even comment, but like, I won't play with that. What I say on stage, like, is like me and my wife know about this. We, we yes, like, yes, yes, yes. This isn't making fun. Uh, but I've had people like, on. yes, exactly. But I've had people yes. when I come off stage, say something and it's like, yo, you don't get to say that. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah no, no, um, no, no, no. That's not what we're doing here. Yeah. I can say it. We've agreed on it. Like, but I think that's like, that's very much. Who a married comedian just admitting he's married is already revolutionary. <laughs> I am blown away <laughs> how me. often I come off stage and even how much I talk about it, how women are towards me. It blows my mind. And know what blows my mind even more, Whitney? Mm. This fucking drives me crazy. How many girls are in my DMs and they're married on their um they're married on That's their That's a big thing. They're married on their Instagram. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, there's a couple things. Number one, I see the allure of a like a married man. I'm not interested in married men. Don't get it. Think it's gross. But there is a little bit of like he's not afraid of commitment. Like he's married. No. He, you know what I'm saying? There's something hot about a guy being married, but that person's off limits. And also, there is you know Nicole Byer and I talked about this ages ago. Like love her. The, the best dude. The best. There is a little bit of a um. The open relationship thing, I feel like it's happening. I don't buy it. I call bullshit. Like, I don't get it unless it's like a team situation. There's a lot of Hollywood couples where like, look, we're better together. Let's just let's just be together, be platonic, date other people and keep our assets. Like, it's going to be a big mess. You know, we've got like lots of businesses and LLCs and shit. Like, let's just stay together and date other people. So I'm like, I've seen that where it's like, oh, you're just a business. You're That's how you get cancer. <laughs> Ritual. Union. You guys know that not only do I love Ritual Protein Powder and Ritual Vitamins, which I have been on for thrice years, mm -hmm. three years, yeah. even before we had a podcast. That's a long time. Okay. A lot of people say, I look better than ever. Coinky dink. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I'm not making claims like that. Right. You are. Right. But I want to talk about <laughs> That's protein. That's on That's a lot of pressure. You. That's on you. <laughs> I want to talk about protein powder because I take umbrage 
with men that have five, six, sometimes seven mm -hmm. vats mm -hmm. of cylindrical yeah. protein kegs. powder. They're more kegs. like kegs. Psychos. And it's like, like, Terminator protein. Right, right, right. They're like, this one has bull piss in it. Yeah, You're like, right, why? Right, right, like, right, right. car crusher NASCAR protein powder. Uh -huh. This and is called broken spine. Yeah. You're like, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> but ritual protein powder is, it's easy, it's delicious. It's just, you just put it in there, you mix it up, and you but leave. Let me tell delicious. you something. I, as a, as a, as a seeker of red flags, mm -hmm. I, as, not, as a planter. I not only <laughs> count the number of protein powder on a man's fridge area, mm -hmm. because that'll tell me how everything I need to know about his level of commitment. Why do you have seven protein powders? They all do mm -hmm. the same thing. Or mm -hmm. do they not? I don't know. I'll look at the ingredients. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what is benzodiazepine? So you need variety. Right. And I'm only one person. No, but I'm also like, what are all these Z's with ritual? No, 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 made traceable, no added sugar, no sugar alcohols, soy free, gluten free, formulated with non GMO ingredients. You can actually pronounce the ingredients and douchebag free <laughs> customer base. <laughs> and if you're subscribing to ritual, you're getting it like, you know, that's 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 a not a red flag. That's a green flag. You're not a soy boy. You're just smart. Now, if you do have a bunch of protein powders, you can still reach out to me. <laughs> We're not completely writing you off. Just try ritual. Emily still has more of her life to waste. Mm -hmm. So that's our blender, making the ritual powder mm -hmm. right now. Can't so wait. why not shake up your ritual to make something new, less scary? Uh, ritual offers a money back guarantee, no risks. If you're not 100% in love, you will be fine. You'll get through this. Don't panic. Plus, my listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visual visualize how great your life is about to get because mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. visit ritual.com slash Whitney to add essential protein today without looking like a douchebag to the people that come into your home mm -hmm. oh I think this smoothie bring in the smoothies mm -hmm. <laughs> that's ritual.com slash Whitney a ritual subscription is actually a very good Christmas gift or a holiday gift I don't think we're allowed to say Christmas I said Merry Christmas on a TV show and I was asked to go into HR and I meant it. And I lost sleep over it. But you know why? Because at the time I didn't have Brooklyn. And I thought it was, I thought I was stressing out because I was going to get fired. But I was just tie tie. I, I was not getting quality sleep until Brooklyn and came into my life. You Love spend it. a third of your life in bed. I'm spending uh, half. I've been more. Yeah. <laughs> I've been more. I, say, yeah. I, sp I spend 95% yeah. of my life in bed and the other 5% in other people's beds. Yeah. So the best gift, the best gift, I believe, is the gift of comfort. Whether mm -hmm. that's a hug in blanket form, yes, that weighted comforter is insane. Oh. I love the weighted comforter. <gasps> the robes are phenomenal. And yeah. I've stopped stealing them from hotels because now I have Brooklyn. <laughs> no need. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, we travel with ours, all of mm -hmm. us. I'm we obsessed. Brooklyn has got options for everyone on your list. That would be such a good gift. The robes, I might do that. Also, they have candles, eye masks. Like, they have <sighs> lots of great gifts. And if you're looking for more ways to stay cozy, check out, not our podcast mm. uh, or my voice, mm. check out Brooklyn candles you know that i am a candle oh, free loot uh the, the key to candles is not only do they have to smell amazing without being overpowering they can't burn really fast mm -hmm. this burn you have it it burns for like i'm like it's never done it's never out it's wild i had a brooklyn oh. candle and i loved it so much and then my, a guy i started dating took a, a poop in my bathroom mm. and while i was napping and lit it to like negate the poop smell and it burned it for hours and it was still rocking and rolling. The candle lasted longer than your relationship. It did. It's still going. One time I 
made a poo poo in a guy's uh, bathroom that I hooked up with and I couldn't flush it <gasps> and it wouldn't go down. Oh so I put it in a baggie and threw it out the window. Samesies, but in a Dixie cup. <laughs> I scooped it out with a Dixie cup and threw it out on Broadway in New York City. I should be arrested. We should send them Brooklyn and thank yous. Lord, sorry's. Yeah. Well, I'm related. <laughs> Check out the gift guide to find out the perfect present at every price point. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code Whitney to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code Whitney for $20 off your first order. That's brooklinen.com, promo code Whitney. Now back to Ricky. <laughs> Did you used to fight when you were a kid? A lot. Really? Yeah. It's, it, I've actually punched a few comedians in the face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that stopped. Are they... It stopped once I made money because I knew they can sue me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only, to be clear, that's the only reason it has stopped. <laughs> but I also think a lot of people need to learn how to feel like it's... Honestly, there. if I may, I'm sorry to take such a pro-violent stance here, but there's... <laughs> There's a lot of people where you're like, all this person needs is just to get punched in the once, face. One time. Once. That your only problem is that you've never been hit in the face. Yeah. But I uh, If I, Kevin Spacey had just gotten punched in the face. He spoke at my high school graduation. Keep going. <laughs> so you're the reason this happened. Had you just punched him in the face like you did everybody else, maybe those kids would no, be. No, it, it was like two people, and it was, it was always disrespecting my wife. Mm. And That's this was before so we were married. And by the way, and that is like literally like that. Th why is that wrong? Is that wrong? It's a, is that well, she's not a comic and I, I don't let people play that. Like if you're not going to start throwing insults at her because she's not going to come back at you. That is wildly fascinating because it's like you're not. That's not. She's not on limits. No. Yeah. She's not like you don't get to hunt things that don't know they're being hunted like yeah. they, they're not you know what i'm saying yeah you don't get to do that but I, I i honestly i hate that in a way that like i used to like just go physical right away because that's like a lot of what i saw growing up it's fascinating and so is it something that like you felt like because the ways that i was taught to sort of solve problems would be very reactive and because i you know violence wasn't something i was necessarily capable of i was on the other side of it a lot but you know for me it was like take an action and so a big thing in the al-anon recovery is don't just do something sit there right because you're going to make the problem worse and like just tolerate the discomfort and forgive the person and all the like sort of tools that you develop in order to not like make a bigger mess and so i know what it's like to i would go out of body i do it a little bit with animal rescue stuff yeah. if like I, I have no choice in the matter so when there's a dog in a hot car like with the windows up, like I have hammers in my car, people know this, and the glass cutting stuff, and I just go apoplectic and I don't really remember it afterwards. Like Yeah, one that's how that's how I would go. So one time, uh, cause like I know what that is. It's like an out of body thing. Yes. And then you're like, What have I done? You know, it's like a crazy um uh one time I was leaving a this is so embarrassing. I left in ACA meeting because there's like churches that have on the weekends like yeah. different 12-step meetings so it'll be like sex addiction overeaters like all in the same place right and um and there was a uh dog in a hot car I like smash it open I pick up the dog and I like stormed into where it seemed like this person would have been parked and I'm like whose dog is this and they're like that's my dog and I was like what the fuck and I started going apeshit and it was a codependence anonymous meeting and codependence anonymous is like the people with the lowest self-esteem who were like abused oh. and I was like what the fuck is wrong with you and uh and I like 
don't remember it. It's that kind of, bl- it's like a blind rage. Yes. Where I go to another place. Yes. And I don't recognize, if you were to show me on a surveillance camera, like I wouldn't recognize myself. Like my posture's I different. Know exa- yeah, it's actually, it's, it's absolutely that. that. And even the words I say, like it's not even how I speak. Fascinating. Yeah, truly. I, it, I start talking about like, I'm like, this is illegal. This is like, I start talking about how it's illegal and which states and why. I'm like, I don't even know. That. I think, I guess I know that all of a yeah, sudden. It's yeah. wild. And things that I would be so embarrassed to do, so scared to do, I do. And if, whether it's adrenaline or some like primordial instinct or whatever it is, I lose it. I think it's just like I I've I grew up in a place where like I mean my my dad fought my baseball coaches so many times he became my baseball coach. <laughs> so like Dude, I did AAU basketball, all the fathers would beat the shit out of the coaches. It was wild to watch. It was really crazy. Yeah, cuz they were like living vicariously through their daughters. They would like French braid their hair and shit. <laughs> and if they didn't get a chance to play, they would like fight the coaches. It was wild. Yeah, yeah. Did Shout your, out HBQVB. That's what I play. Did your um dad was he qualified to coach baseball yeah he was okay. great he was a, you know i just like that there's like there's no one left <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this guy seems kind of crunk let's have this guy but uh yeah just just a tougher guy yeah just a very tough guy his whole family were tough guys and then so what because to me i don't think there's a path for me uh in terms of not having those outbursts when i see that kind of animal abuse like i have i have there's no path to recovery for me i'm not attempting it <laughs> but I, I don't have the ability to restrain myself when I see something. Well, it's actually something I love that I think Judd taught me was just like, why are people doing these things? And most of it comes from pain. Pain, exactly. So like this guy is over here roasting my wife or even saying just something completely inappropriate to her. And it's like, oh, he's, he's, this is not, this is not, no, I, my I, wife did nothing. But what is the alternative to go, hey, stop? Uh, I don't, I don't, at this point, I mean, we would probably just walk away at this. My wife always walks away. She has no, she has no physicality, uh, like, or she hates it when I do it as well. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really guess, don't. I guess I don't, I, I'm, it's I'm, been years since my last I guess I have work fight. to do because to me, like, or also there's a, well, that's something you know in life danger. You're talking about something that's very much in life danger. A dog can die, especially out here in California. Well, when I see dog like voiceless, because it's also with children. So something that is voiceless, that doesn't have any tools to advocate for itself or open a door or like, you know, I just, yeah. it's like a sexual trauma survivor thing when yeah. it's like, it's like, dude, if you're going to abuse someone that can run away or get in a car and go like that's, that's adult business that you'll work out but if it's someone that like your wife who's like i'm is vulnerable uh she's gonna be okay no she's gonna be fine but i don't like it's like pick on someone your own size it's yes. it's kind of boils down to that it I does i don't like like a dog or abusing an animal like what the fuck or a child like what are you doing it's like interesting that i even said that i fought on this podcast I mean, i've said it before on other podcasts but like i kind of have shame in it now what just having fight fought in the past Especially in like comedy clubs and the rest of that. That's interesting. I mean, I yeah. I never heard about Chris it. Chris Stefano was making fun of me the other day when I did his podcast because I was once thrown through like a ticket booth. Yeah, I have a mouth on me when I get going. I'm kind of obsessed with that. Yeah, yeah. I was like 23, 24. And let me ask you, what? Okay, so how do you? How did you get like a handle on the reactivity as someone that has not gotten a handle on it? And as I I, I moved consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up with a lot of people that have, like, made big, big mistakes. Yep, yep. One of my friends to rob, tried to rob a bank. 
He was on heroin, tried to rob a bank, nodded out, and then the police showed up. So he was just like asleep, waiting for the money. Mm-hmm. So, like, we should rob a blood bank. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed with That's blood banks. That's what you drink I'm because obs- you're an Illuminati. <laughs> a baby blood bank. <laughs> now I have confirmed <laughs> what's happening here. I like Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I uh, yeah, I'm obsessed with blood banks, and I like I I I, th- I feel like I was like working on this for like a movie pitch for a while of someone uh, someone that was trying to rob a bank and they got like they went to a blood bank by accident <laughs> and they like just like got all this they don't they just ran away with all this blood, um, and uh, I but I'm just fascinated. Okay, so you had consequences that that is a big one, and it's something that like you can't teach like there's no way to go like just stop this before you hit rock bottom or before the consequences get so well, bad it was also like it's i like met my ha- wife's family where like there was none of that zero of that there was no acting like that that was so far it's not even ins- on the ta- that's for movies even, that happens yeah. in movies yes yeah so when 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 you just like are around people but that- here's what i'll say when you punch someone in the f- this is a gun she shoots me with when I interrupt. No, it's fine. You I interrupted. I want to hear the question though. Well, you had like, it. You, the person that that came for your wife, needed to be punched. You gave him a consequence. So, like, I always like to say, like, sometimes when I do crazy things, it gives the other person an opportunity to learn. <laughs> so I'm really just a teacher. To this day, um, when, the, when uh, you punch someone in the face, you might be healing them. In a way, yes. <laughs> he apologized. <laughs> he apologized to my wife. He like called up and apologized to all of us. Because to me, one of them. Right now, when I look on Twitter and I look at like trolls and people want to talk about, it, I'm like, I just think there's not enough people just getting punched in the face, or like you know what goes a long way, like a face squeeze. I mean, that would get a punch in the face. If you squeeze my face, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Are you wild just squeezing somebody's face? Dude, it goes a lot. Have you done that? Yes. To who? Oh. um, Name them. One was um, a, like a, fake like a house manager at this facility that was abusing animals and they were like the the barn manager or something and i was like look me in the face and tell me that's true he was shocked it was it's a it really does disarm people well you have a presence Thanks. about you and then you doing that uh, that would throw me for <laughs> yeah, days yeah, yeah. Well, I like i would or not someone won't look at me in the face and you like grab their chin it's like what's your problem why can't you look at me in the face and say that say it again to my face like if you just hold their chin you know what i'm saying yeah, I, I would and just. And you know what else you can do? Just kiss them. No. Have you seen the Changeling? No. Dude, the most gangster performance I've ever seen in the Changeling. The guy that played the child rapist. Do you know the Changeling? No. Okay, it's. <laughs> You're just. <laughs> I'm about to ruin your day, dude. Okay. Okay. Let's go. This shit's based on a true story. Is this a show it's or a, just? No, this is a movie with Angelina Jolie where in the 20s all her. these kids love her. All these kids were disappearing, and a uh, I guess psychotic child rapist murderer was picking them up and being like, "Oh, my parents are like, you know, like I know your parents, and I, they asked me to come pick you up. They got whatever, got all these kids, took them back to his place, hacked them up." Or I, I don't know exactly. I'll have to find. Uh, I can Google it in a second. And um, so, if only there was a machine that could tell me the actual story. People are listening to this like that's not even close to the story. If um, you're trying to convince me to kiss comics in the mouth <laughs> when they piss my wife off, the, the, this is gonna be weird. 
Get over here, Dude, Keith Robinson. <laughs> the wildest power move of all time. Easily. You know what, Dan Natterman? <laughs> Those take, big, juicy you lips. ass lips <laughs> and your nasty-ass comments. <laughs> Cherry chapstick. Thank you. Get I over here. I forgot about that. Changeling uh, is 1980. Nope, that's not it. Sorry. That it was a remake. The Angelina Jolie's was a remake. 2008 mystery crime drama directed, produced, scored by Clint Eastwood, and who cares? A story was based on real life events. You know, Clint Eastwood leaves every day at five, regardless of where they are. The car comes, regardless of where they are in the coverage. That's awesome. Leaves every day at five. That's incredible. Walks off. That's so cool. I know. That's. I know. Stars Angelina Jolie is a woman united with a boy who she realizes is not her missing son. When she tries to demonstrate this to the police and city authorities, she's verified as delusional, labeled as an unfit mother, and confined to a psychiatric. I did see this. Yes, right? So they bring her a kid, and it's not her kid. Yeah. And she's like, this isn't my child. And they're like, yeah, it is. You're crazy. Did you ever hear that story where they kind of, like, they adopted a kid? Somebody adopted and it's it was a real a dwarf. And it was like, like a, a Russian full, dwarf. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, like a 25-year-old. I'm obsessed with that story. I would, I would, I would I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, you're driving. <laughs> I was just like, you're <laughs> driving now. <laughs> but it was like a little, like, serial killer. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was, he was like doing a, bad yes, things? Uh, oh, I thought uh, it was just a dwarf that, what, is, are we allowed to call them that? Nope. Uh, what is it? Little person? What is it? Little person. Oh. Keebler Elf? What, is what are we it? saying now? Oh, man. What is it? Little Sprite? <laughs> little Buddy? My Buddy? Uh, my Buddy? <laughs> what, do we, what do we call it now? Little People. A pocket pal? Little People. Okay, Polly Pocket? Polly Pocket. A dwarf adopted by a couple who claimed she's, quote, psychopathic, a psychopathic adult posing as a child is now living with a new family. Natalia, who has a rare form of dwarfism, is at the center of a bizarre case which started blah, 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 blah. Apparently, she started, like, terrorizing them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really love that but she's story. from the Ukraine. The story I mean, she was up. like, I can't be a mail order. I might as <laughs> yeah, well be a baby. I, do <laughs> I am a baby, not I, a mail order. I could be mailed, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I didn't meet her. I would have killed her and drank her blood for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> have done anything. You're like, I even put ice in I it. I just killed a person. <laughs> what a waste. Uh, she, she basically, uh, hold on. Percy, she legally changed her age to 22 court records show. They withdrew their, okay. Why, where's the dirt? Why isn't there a news site that just gives me the bullet points? Like cliff notes. Where's the dirt? She, uh, what did she do that was sketchy though? She tried to poison me. Uh, she alleges the imposter tried to poison her, pushed her against an electric fence and threatened to kill her other children in her sleep. Natalia said to have smeared blood on mirrors and tried to jump out of a moving car. I mean, that sounds hilarious. Maybe she was <laughs> in the new Jackass movie. This, Maybe she was just... This little person sounds awesome. Some, yeah, like, can we reach out to her? We're looking for some uh, content. She'd make statements and draw pictures saying she wanted to kill family members, roll them up in a blanket. She can't execute any of these things. Take her crayons away. And put them in the backyard. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Is it a threat if the person is too small to... Do all do these it? things? Yeah, just hide in the doorknobs in the house? Yeah. Like, just sort of like, <laughs> like, just watch your Achilles heel. And you're just good. like, hey, you know put that, the knives on a higher it's like shelf. Chucky. Like, just look out on the bed before you get in the bed. She was standing over people in the middle of the night. <laughs> How low is your bed that she was standing I, over? I, you? I, I, if I'm waking up and my ch- adopted kid. But also, it's just like, the give dwarf, it back. The dwarf there has to be a receipt. The dwarf. <laughs> there can't be just the, a one way ticket. We need your wife ticket. to look at that receipt. <laughs> the dwarf was not hovering over your bed. You looked over, and she was there. She wasn't, you know what I'm saying? How low is your bed that a three-foot dwarf is looking down at you? Please stop saying dwarf. Yeah, it's not dwarf. What is it? Little, Little person. person. Oh, 
just lost five minutes oh, of the podcast. <laughs> no, I air this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've said so much worse shit. Look, my heart is in the right place. I saw her putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, something like that in my coffee and asked her, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to poison you. She sounds hilarious. But also, how much, like, it's a baby. Why is it able to get around Clorox? I have child locks on everything around my child. Yeah, why didn't you? It seems like you didn't think she was a baby. This is bad parenting. Yeah, like, I was going to say, like, you parented this fake adult uh, baby that poorly. Like, yes. you weren't ready for the toddler you thought you were getting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank yeah. God she was an adult, or you'd have a dead baby on your hands. Yeah, because we'd be playing with yes, Clorox. Because- <laughs> Like, how was she able to get out of her crib at night? No. <laughs> stand over you. You don't have the net over it? You don't have the like, baby net? What's going on that this adult you thought was a baby was doing all this adult shit? Yeah. She you, would make statements and draw pictures. Okay, that's really interesting. If my kid ever came in and just started making statements. But see, this is sketchy. I have a statement to make. This is. <laughs> I want to kill everybody. Like, how, why did it take you so long to figure out she was an adult? Like, babies don't make statements. What's also- the- Here, this is shady. Her quote, I saw her putting chemicals, comma, bleach, comma, Windex. Who has just chemicals? I mean, everybody has, like, bleach. I know, but chemicals, comma, bleach, comma, Windex. Why does this baby have so much free range? <laughs> but what is chemicals? Why do you have so many random chemicals in your house? Yeah. It's like, this is why I, this is why I'm obsessed with writing. This is why I'm obsessed with comedy and, and getting really, like, granular and surgical. when I, Like, chemicals. Like, no one says that unless they're hiding something or lying. You wouldn't say, she was putting chemicals in there. Like, what, what chemicals? You know, Windex, bleach. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't have the specifics, so you said something general, and no one talks like that. How does this child man not have a show? <laughs> How are we not fully Look, following them? How is there? Question. How are they not a milk boy? What is it? Big, yeah, that's a milk. Big life, little Let's world. Let's see if What's Steve hit you back. By little the way. people, big world. Hold on. Let's see. Little people, big world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Oh God, I look too tired. Who's this? This is Nelk Boy. You're calling Steve Will Do It right now. I don't know if he's going to answer it. Wow, this would be wildly incredible. I'm very excited about this. (laughs) Really? No. It seems like he's not. He just sent you his phone number? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, I went on Instagram and said, can you uh, text me? Um, I'm trying to FaceTime you. He said, hey, it's Steve Will Do It. (laughs) (laughs) That's his name. That's his Steve will do it. It says, "Hey, it's he's Steve. not he's not from Canada actually though. He's um, the only one that's uh, the one that's not. He's from Florida. He's like a real like Florida person. Oh wow. He like has all what of does his that money. Mean? Like you know Florida people. What they they see Jesus in their toes? They're different. I don't Jesus in their toes. What does that mean? Florida people? Yeah, I feel like Florida people. Florida is gets a very bad rap. Mm-hmm. I'm a Florida defender um, because I think there's crazy people everywhere. There's little Floridas in every state. Yes, but where it's it's that hot, it's a problem. (laughs) It's that hot. What about where it's that cold? Their their brains are melting. They're just getting sun year round. That's not science, though. What about Phoenix? Mm. What are you talking about? (laughs) The only place where white people get ashy? It's crazy. (laughs) Phoenix is wild. Dude, Phoenix is wild. I I went and did shows in Phoenix. In, like they have to have sprinklers for the people. Yeah, they, they water, they water people. people. They have to water people. <laughs> like there's sprinklers up top, just spraying water, like because people would just pass away. Orange tan people, then they You're become just molting. Yeah. Everyone is in shorts all the time. The one thing I cannot do, and they have I, guns. It's Florida with more guns. 
and but they can't pick up their guns because they're hot. <laughs> you can't leave your guns out in the sun, dude. You're like, ah, fuck, I can't touch my guns. I just burned myself trying to kill someone. <laughs> Florida's Florida is is a different. It's a different beast. Yes, yeah, it's true. But I also think that there's like parts of Florida that are like there's parts of Florida that are like more like southern, parts of Florida that are more like Cuban, so parts of Florida that are more yeah. like douche tool baggy. Like it's just so many different things to me. Yeah, it's great. My brain, like, I for some reason I like, but not one of those things you said is Florida educated. Ha- a lot of that them are not, very educated. They have that. read the That's Scientology the textbook. <laughs> they know everything Ron Hubbard are you ever wrote. I'm not. I can't afford it. Number one. <laughs> number two. I. They have not approached me, which makes me feel like I'm not famous, and it's hurtful. And also, I don't even. I don't pay commissions to my agents unless they procure the job. I'm not going to pay okay. like a church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like to talk about them. Really? Yeah, because they're there. I'm into Scientology. I'm glad it exists because my deal is the kind of people that would be vulnerable to that, I want them all in one building. Okay. They're, they're doing a great service to society because if, if you weren't, whatever it is, don't take, I mean, it is very fucked up that like they don't, I mean, John Travolta's kid is dead. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a Catholic. Yeah, like it's wild. <laughs> But, sorry, I, I thought you were worried like a dart's no. just going to hit you in the neck. I don't give a fuck, dude. Do I look like I give a fuck? You think Scientology's... Scientology you live on me? a dead end. I would stop talking shit. <laughs> I would shut the fuck up I'm right now. Suicidal. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just, I'm too tired to do it. Um, I just don't... Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's such a... like people being scared of it is just so weird. I don't know I'm just kind of like alright come on did you watch any of the Lena yeah Remi- I did I watched yeah. all that and I know her I know Leah and I've seen it all and it is horrific but I just think we gotta stop being scared of these people like it's wild they're doing their own like, thing like I'm not doing it what are you just gonna deep, it- you're gonna deep fake me into a porn great that's already happened my nudes have been leaked like go word you know who's gotta fucking do this someone that has nothing to lose am I the person that's gonna do it what Go I after. Would, I would like to get the kids out of Scientology. I don't think you should, if you're born into Scientology, should live there and get fruit. You want to get them out of cars in Scientology? Don't they yeah. have like, like <laughs> hot cars in Scientology? Hot cars in Scientology. <laughs> the two most dangerous get those kids thing. out of there. I don't like the idea that they have like fruit flies on their eyeballs. I saw that in one of the documentaries, Going Clear, right? That someone, like their baby was in the care of like the Scientology daycare center, like oh. the Scientology gymboree. And uh, the kids were like, had bugs on them and stuff. Yeah, that's not good. I don't like that shit. I don't put bugs on my kids. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally fine with crazy adults that otherwise would be making a mess in the world going into one building and staying there okay you know what I'm saying yeah it's like a voluntary prison that's kind of how I feel about LA (laughs) (laughs) what is your problem with LA I feel like it's the only place I've never seen anybody ever read a newspaper yeah we're green no you're full of yourself <laughs> no, when I'm in the LA Times, I read it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was in the cover of the style section. I read it. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's a weird town for me. Yeah. It, it feels like high school. Interesting. Well, because it's very clicky because you have to drive. You don't get to just like no, run into No, because your people. social life goes up with your job. Interesting. Yeah, but a lot of narcissistic celebrities like to be friends with not famous people because it doesn't threaten their ego. Hmm. A lot of, a lot of very famous people like to surround themselves with losers. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Seen enough of that. It was the most toxic answer to that <laughs> response. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Celebrities don't only hang out together. The insecure ones like to surround themselves with like ugly people so they look prettier in comparison. 
That's true. Yeah, hundred percent true. You're not a threat. You're so intense, <laughs> dude. You're intense. Am I? I don't think yeah. so. Did you not think? <laughs> did you not think I was intense before this? No. Really? No. Huh? No. Not uh, not as intense as you are. Like intense. Uh, it's not bad. Uh huh. But it's just it, it's it's funny. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm actually bummed about this because I was like, why? Well, here we were gonna have Christina Ricci earlier today. We were supposed to do two shows. Wow. And so I was gonna be like all like prepared and I like had my shit and I was gonna be in like a more on mood. I felt like and then. I don't know. I feel. I feel. I was, I'm annoyed that I'm meeting for the first time and not being funny. What are you talking about? We're having an awesome conversation. Well, podcasts are like. It's like come watch comedians be kind of boring. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like I always feel like I'm being boring because as a comic, I'm like I'm supposed to be making a joke every 20 seconds. Yeah, instant gratification. Yes, but this is more like I'm always like, is this being boring? Is this being boring? Like it's us being vulnerable. Yeah. You know. I like that. And I'm trying to not... One of my favorite comics ever, Mike DiStefano. He used to be like the most vulnerable guy in the world, but he was also just a badass. But I don't... I didn't want to put you in a situation where I was like coming in like joke joke and be like, oh God, I have to be funny on this... Like I don't like feeling pressure to be funny on podcasts, so I don't want to put that on you. No. I'm not funny. <laughs> no, okay. Dude, you're special. I am actually annoyed by how funny it was. Okay, am I getting... Ghosted by, by the Steve Nelk? will do it. That's amazing. <gasps> That's incredible. By the way, there must be a ghost or something wrong with my phone because he hasn't responded. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. There must be something going on. And this is you reaching out for love. Imagine next year with. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. You know he like hangs out with six nine. He's a What's maniac. That? The rapper that snitched on the whole Bloods game Holy in New York. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve will do it. Steve will do it. Does he have a girlfriend? I'm not sure. Oh, he's cute. Oh, he's hanging out with Addison Ray. Mm-hmm. I know who that is. Dude, I went to, this is just funny to me. So I'm not. I went to a Jake Paul fight. How'd it go? Great. I'm obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. I love Logan Paul. I love the whole is like, that crazy? internet. I, I think the whole internet world going on right now is absolutely fascinating. I am fascinated by people that, because I think this is our goal is that people love you even if they don't disagree with something you did or one of your takes or one of your actions, they still fuck with you because they respect you, number one, the basis for all sustainable relationships. Number two, which is, that is also my fear. This is really gross, I know, but I'm worried because there are certain human nature things that make you fall out of love with people and you can't fix it. And I was madly in love with a guy once and we were walking to New York and he tripped and fell and I was, it was over. Wow. It was a bummer. Just watching somebody can fall can lose Yeah, like just little, like, it's just like, you're not a father. Like, you can't do that. I saw somebody fall up not too long ago. (laughs) I was on a plane and the turbulence hit and he went up. (laughs) Was it Christina Pazinski or Tom Segura? (laughs) It looked like a demon. He went... (laughs) (laughs) But it's like little things like that. Like, like if I see like a farmer's tan, I'm just like... Yeah. like, Like some kind of primordial like amygdala my wife is such a lady if i watched her like spit i don't know what that would do to me some things are just irreversible it's not it's not you it's just human nature like biology is sexist i'm sorry like it just is and like some things you can get through but other things you just like can't you know fair i'm sorry am i am i a, a bad person I don't know. Am I homophobic? No. Okay. What makes homophobic? It's just like what you don't I, I like to do like, sexually. I just, no, it's just like, I don't, like you do it. Like if you want that done, do That's it. That's even crazy. You're just <laughs> plowing just away like, at a girl. Like I'm not going <laughs> to. 
hitchhiker. Look at my thumb. I mean, I've got, like, I can't, like, I can't, I don't want to have to do that. Like, there's just this, I can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. I'm not eating ass. Like, I, that's a really big part of it now. That's a, that's like in the mix. That's on the menu. Welcome to 2021. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Hold on. What am I? Oh, Logan Paul I love. Never met him. Yeah, but you like Jake. I went to his fight. But how do you know about him? You're just like a big fight person. I just love uh, the internet, um, like a uh, uh, behavior of what's going on. Oh. <laughs> Logan Paul, mom. <laughs> Hi. Where are you? You're in your sex dungeon? Yeah, I noticed you FaceTime me. I did. I was just talking about, uh, about you with a hilarious comedian named Ricky Velez. And uh, we were talking about your brother, and I was like, I love them. Why do I love them so much? I don't think you do. I don't think you do, Whitney. I do. What do you mean? I don't. This I know, is. I lo- you're the only man I've ever loved. No, I, I've made multiple attempts to hang out with you, and like even wow. like just hang out. And you've always said you've always made excuses. Yeah, I'm like, hold on, let me just get a facelift, and we'll hang out. <laughs> Look at you no, looking for no, love. You're perfect just the way you are, Whitney. <laughs> Let me just get lipo and butt injections, and I will totally hang out with you when it's all healed up. I like you just the way you are, Whitney. You shouldn't have to change a thing to feel beautiful. Are you in a barn? Yeah, I'm, I'm an adult. Oh, by the way, Ricky, half Puerto Rican. Lives in Puerto Rico now. Yeah, that's tight. Thanks for supporting my family. <laughs> <laughs> live on a podcast no we can cut it out it's not live it's we don't live what is no no you should you should not cut it out because i don't think you're doing i think you'd be doing your audience a disservice mm, i don't know is jake available yeah he's here do you want to talk to him sure. <laughs> we were talking because he was saying he went to one of jake's fights mm-hmm. and he was saying how much he loved him and then i was like um i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest i just use my own brother for clout he's not even here he's not even here oh it's embarrassing Bummer. What's is, what is he doing? Barstool? Wait, wait, David so is Portnoy? This, is this, <laughs> is it, was your guys' podcast so boring you had to FaceTime someone good at it or what? You know wow. what? I, first of all, the guy from Nelk is trying to date me, so easy. Watch it. Wait, which one? Which one? Steve. Steve? Oh, oh. I don't Steve's know. Kinda fun. Steve's kind of hot, dude. Mm. I think you should date Steve. I don't know. He's I'm, sick. I think you, I think you, are you a degenerate gambler and drinker? Emotional gambler. She but, drinks hard kombucha. I don't I do. think I he. I drink th- a lot of hard kombucha. Is he, um, what, like, what's his thing? What's his, what is so I, drinking? So, so I hear you about the, the whole thing, thing. I like you because actually, you have horses. I'm actually at dinner right now, so I have to go. I have to go. I'm hanging out. <laughs> I have to go. Bye. Gotta go. I will not be hung up on by Logan Paul. I got. He talks to you like he has credits. Okay, we do have to let him go, but like, I hung up on him, right? Right. Yeah. That was my. I was not. I'm a huge fan of him. I, I think what they're doing is awesome. By Logan Paul. No, he was eating. They're on the East Coast. It's different. He said his mom was there when you you picked up. Imagine you you. Uh, you I just met his mom. Uh, and look at that. Who should I date? Date Logan or Nelk? I would love you and Steve. We'll do it together. Love it. We'll do I would what? Love it. What? What if he like doesn't? He'll eat pussy? do it. He'll do I'm it like, all. You don't eat pussy. 
He'll do it. You don't need us? He'll do it. Steve will do it? Really? You should spend some time and watch his videos. Okay. You'll really, really, really yeah, be blown Tim, away. Tim loves him. Tim lo- uh, brings uh, uh, brings him up a lot. Yeah, no, he's... he's. I just like... My thing is like, I don't want to invest too much in YouTubers. Let's just like see the old tweets now. Like, I don't want to... You know what I'm well, saying? Well, that's his thing. He, you like you can't, can't cancel, cancel him. him. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I've he's spent a lot of those. time investing in people and then you're like, oh, you did blackface for Halloween like a couple years back. Like, I feel like you have to do research on people before you bring them into your life. Who does it this year? Blackface. Somebody always does it. Um, It's so interesting you say that. Um, Me? Wow. <laughs> well, this has been fun. I'm glad I got to meet you before it all goes down. Um, and I am not leaving. You are leaving. <laughs> um, I am obsessed with you. You're special. I want to talk you way so more about it. But it is, I don't want to ruin any of the jokes because I did want to like talk about some of the bits. And I'm glad that I didn't because it is so... I'm so excited. I'm so. First of all, the highest compliment I can ever give to someone is your special made me jealous. Thank you. Yeah. I know that means you know a lot to that, me you know as what a comic. That means, that means and like, a lot. It like pissed me off. It was like, oh. and like it was just like that drug deal in the ocean. Just trust me. It goes on for so. It just keeps. It's so funny for so long. <laughs> It's such a long yeah. time, and no one does that anymore. It's like, here's my three jokes on uh, religion, my three jokes on Twitter. Oh, uh, no, storytelling's my thing. Like, I love storytelling. It is like, in, in, I don't want to say old school, but it is like, it's like, it feels like an instant classic. Thank you. That means a lot to and me. And you know what? Like, the drug dealer joke, I was like, dude, this is a joke that, like, you're going to have, when you're on doing another hour on your next tour, people are going to be like, to have drug to. dealer joke. Like, it's the kind of joke that you can hear again and again. Like, Burt Kreischer's like machine bit or yeah. whatever. They want him to tell it. Like, Thank like you that's so how much. epic that's really it cool. felt to me. Yeah. And your dumbass fucking, <laughs> it's so specific and, um, it, yeah, it, pissed, it made me mad. It made me want to work harder. Thank you. That means a lot. But yeah. also understand this is the first thing I'm ever putting out. Yes. And then you are doing a movie with Judd Apatow? Another we, one? Yeah, we, Another we are one? working on something right now, yeah. Amazing. And I really love him. He's like He's, the best guy in the world. I really, really like him. I He still scares, like I can't get over being a fan. Can we write something? Yeah. I have a really good idea. Oh, God. It's good. What? Do I play your no, mom? No, we're not going to do it. I'm not no, playing your mom. fuck that. Did he say hi, hey mom when he answered yeah, the phone? Yeah, but I think. <laughs> was it hey ma, like what's up ma? Or was it hey mom? I heard the M at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to go. I do. But the, the other thing is, you need to stop bringing comics in here. Why? Because they're fogged. Yeah. I and mean, you don't need them knowing where you live. I don't like. As I mean, somebody that's from New York that ship and has seen sailed. it. And no, it feels like you, the only comic stop I knew the about construction. was you 10 years ago. <laughs> you stop the construction. Like sell it to a Scott. Bit. <laughs> Can you imagine someone, like, honestly, imagine someone trying to kill me? Can you yeah, imagine? No, no, they no. They would just be like, They'd be, I'll like, be like, I'll do it. They Can would I be like, it? this is too intense. I'd be like, hold on one second. Hold on. Can you get it? Get on the ring cam. Let's get on the ring cam. Like, get it? Like, I'm getting a Netflix documentary out of this. Like, I like film it. And uh, that's pretty wild. I know. I did have someone that wanted to kill me. And it was funny when Andrew Stoltz was on. Last time, I'm going to fucking support him. We're going to bleep his name out. He does not need to get more famous. It's getting toxic. I love him. He, um, uh, I'm glad he doesn't live in LA because he would for sure have a, like, neon green Porsche. And uh, I was like, uh, there was this guy that was trying to kill me or whatever and he was like you know uh, if I can't have you no one can like that kind of crazy person but I do have a robot that looks exactly like me and he was joking about like like you'd be the worst person to kill because there's like another one of you like the guys in jail they're like wait you killed Winnie Cummings the girl with the robot so do you have to kill the robot too <laughs> I like how casually you act like having a robot that looks like you mm-hmm. is normal mm-hmm. yeah welcome to the fun house yeah <laughs> 
the most normal thing I've said in the last three hours. Thank you for letting me keep you so long. I hope Absolutely, this doesn't no, fuck no. up uh, our friendship. Or, Not at all. You know? I'm very happy we have a friendship now. Yeah, I'm... So, dude, and when Steve hits you back, can you hit me? Yeah, so dude, I can know? we're going to be a group chain. Cool. Here's my deal. For cool, now, cool, cool, we're cool, in cool, like cool. a Mormon non-sexual... I mean, you're, you, like, you're going to coast... You're going to be on all the text. I'm going to be like, I just need Ricky to sign off on this. Cool. Because I thought you said, what's up, mom? But you said, mom. That was Jake Paul. I need him to... Logan. Joe Logan. I need him to like translate what's being said to me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need a, I need like a dating translator because I always see things wrong. But you're in a relationship. When does this come out? Don't write elephants. Um, I love you. Don't write elephants. Ricky Velez, this special is fucking brilliant. It's called Here's Everything. It is out. It is streaming now. King of Staten Island. You've probably already seen it, but go see it again. And now, I mean, you did kind of... Steal the show not in a way that diminishes anyone else's performance. Thank you. You were able to shine without outshining, which is the key to success in this business. <laughs> Keep the gap in your teeth. What? <laughs> or else people will be uh, intimidated. Ba ba ba. It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, we're qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark.